you about to fuck a girl and it's like no foreplay. Justin's like, let's get right into it. I'm like, yep, let's do it. Like, we only got so much time. So yeah, right. Love to see it. Love to see it. What's going on, guys? It's me, John, and we are here with uh, episode 22 of the Sarotobi Sports Pod. I got uh, Mr. Worldwide West back back at the start of the episode um, yeah. this week. That's a Made fact. It, amped up. You know the vibes. I'm, I'm giving myself a nickname. Um, We're going to go with Jerry West this week. And shout out to number 22. This is the Will Barrow episode. Rest in peace. RIP to God. Uh, JT's not going to get the one, but it's okay. Yeah, mostly I won't. Mostly I won't get it, but just for for context, there was a, a lacrosse player that played at uh, John and I's high school, and long time ago he played at Virginia. But um, yeah, rest in peace, Will. JT, that was like our, uh, at our at our high school for lacrosse. That was like our Benji number. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh shit, did we lose JT? Did you fall asleep again? I hope not. Justin. Oh, All right. Man. All right. Cool. 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 And um, yeah, Mr. CBS Sports himself. But uh, still want to get a country old premium. Mr. Uh, Justin Transition. You already know the vibes. Finish your layups. Finish with the left on the left side. Finish with the right on the right side. Up and under. You already know the vibes. Um, do we not have a pen name? Uh, no. We haven't had a wow. pen name in the last uh, two weeks. Uh, we're on hiatus. We didn't have one last week? Did not have no, one. I didn't. Week. Oh, shit. On hiatus. Uh, right. Damn, we'll get back. Know. Yeah, we'll get back to it, though. Don't worry. I, I, that's how you, I don't know. That's how you want to start the year, but you know it's cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, it is a. Uh, I know you know last week's episode technically dropped in 2020, but this is our first real 2020 episode. Yes, it is. So, uh, Cheers yeah. to the new year. Big facts. Um, hopefully, big things coming. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get into it. I know uh, Mom's wanted to switch things up this week, so we're actually gonna do anime book club first. So um. People not following along, or for my sports people, you can kind of be confused and need to listen or try and follow what we do sports. Either way, uh, I mean, it's good. And this week we actually finished um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. So uh, we finished that. This is what our third show that we've done, right? Uh, yes. This is damn. Um, is it no, 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 because we did Konosuba, ReZero, and yeah, this would be the th- yeah, it's the third one, yeah. Moving, moving through some things, man. Yeah, no, we we really actually did this joint. I'm yeah. Proud of us, man. I know. I'm, uh, I'm, ex- and I'm excited to start the next one. But yes, um, we'll get into that after we um wrap up Anime Book Club. But yeah, so um, as I mentioned, we uh, finished that time I got reincarnated as slime. So it was episodes uh twenty two through twenty four. Um, yeah, I mean, do you guys want to? No, we'll do thoughts at the end. I guess I'll do a quick summary. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to do kind of a broad summary because uh, the two episodes like 22 and 23 were the ones that had more substantial plot. And it was yeah. definitely like um, you could tell when that plot finished how it was like a big finishing of like kind of an overarching theme because um, basically Rimuru was finally able to save the kids, which was uh, Shizu's last regret was her not being able to save the kids. And, um, you know, as we saw last week and we mentioned 
he figured out he figured out that maybe if um he gets some greater spirits to like to to put in the kids that they'll be able to control the excess energy until they're grown um right. so he finds all the information finds out where the the queen of spirits is takes the kids there and then uh this is 22 so it's supposed to be a labyrinth ends up kind of being attacked by this thing and it's like supposed to be the test uh it's like this robot and destroys the robot then he finds out that the person who sent it is actually the queen of the spirits or the former queen of the spirits so um with that we definitely found out a bunch more minor details well not minor they're kind of important but i'm just trying to give you guys a broad theme so we can just get into discussion right um so find us this queen of spirits actually finds out that he can get greater spirits for the kids and it's basically like they have to pray really hard and then a spirit's either going to choose them or um you know they can actually they're like they can actually make one because they have all that extra energy and what happens with most of the kids is that all these lesser spirits come um and then you know they were nervous at first but rumru being rumru and having all the abilities was actually able to use his devour that he got from the orc lord to combine all the lesser spirits into a greater spirit to implant to the kids and saving them. So all of that happened. Um, it was pretty cool. And there were two exceptions where um, Ken actually got a spirit chose him. So a light spirit came down and chose him. And then Chloe, something else happened. So with Chloe and we all knew Chloe was special anyway, cause she a problem, but um, this like, giant like full-grown woman type thing doesn't look like any sort of spirit that the queen of the spirits is like nervous about comes down kisses rimuru passes through and then goes into chloe and even oh i, I didn't even mean to cut you off but i think like a key point like that happened like right with there when he flew mm -hmm. through uh rimuru is that we kind of see rimuru get like panic a little bit and you see yeah. like the little like flash of veldera come Velder up. reacted yeah exactly which mm -hmm. is like what really which is really free because we don't really see Veldera or like Rimuru kind of freak out like that. So mm -hmm. I think that might like set the set the table for whatever is going to happen in the next season or you know for whatever season is to come. But continue, John. My fault. I just want to. Yeah, no, no. I was I was going to uh, bring it up. So I'm glad you you mentioned it. But uh, yeah. So we do see Veldera react, which almost never happens. Um, and then also the Queen of the Spirits is like freaking out because she's like, "Yo, I don't know what's going on," but like. Literally, it was like an immeasurable power. And then she goes, something is weird, but she's like, I, I just, something dangerous is going to happen. And she's like, also, like, whatever that was seemed to be from the future. So she was like, it wasn't a greater spirit, but it was some sort of like spirit energy and it seemed from the future. So like, she's like, I'm not sure how it works, but just some, something weird is going to happen. So yeah, that was a uh, pretty, pretty wild and left a lot of, you know, not really loose ends, but a lot to be desired coming forward and kind of piques your interest into what the future could hold for the series. Um, for the people who are just watching the anime and haven't read the manga or anything like that. Um, after that, Rimuru says his goodbye to the kids and stuff like that. Um, gives uh, Chloe the mask, actually, and then after Ranga's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I don't know. I just kind of felt, um, felt that I had to. And then uh, we get the full conclusion. There's a whole summary and everything like that of everything that's going on with uh, Shizu and all that stuff and how he did the, the last thing so she can like finally rest in peace. And then um, we see this kind of thing at the end of 23, this like being looking and kind of chuckling, like saying some stuff and looking like he's looking at Rimuru and whatnot. 
and is like all about being summoned. And then we get to the last episode, which was um last episode seems like a complete setup episode for whatever's coming next. Yeah, John, I felt the exact same way. Yeah, I don't know what what fully is coming next or um when it would be. I'm probably gonna look that up while we're discussing. But um it starts out with this woman who's dying and has someone who I'm assume is her lover, someone close to her, next bodies next to her. And like with all the pain that she has, summons this like this badass looking dude. And he goes, You know what? With all that you've you've summoned, I'll grant your wish and take your soul at, you know, I'll try and do it in three days. So that, that's how long you got. Um and yeah, then it goes into a flashback of when Shizu was alive, when she was like this warrior. Um I like didn't pay too much attention. So I don't know if Miles, since you did that, if you want to recap this one just a little bit more. Because I just know the ending part and like the the key things. So basically, it was just like we find out who that black guy, the the guy who's dressed in black is. But um, yeah, so I mean, basically, what what was going on is that Shizu Shizu um had gone to this castle. Uh, I think it was a uh, called like the Kingdom of of Fleetwood or Fleetwood, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then um, basically, she goes there, and it's a lot of knights, and they in front of the um. They, they're basically what the the nice purpose is is that they were trying to find out who had demons within them and petty demons and one of the main knights had like killed one of the other knights i believe and had exposed like one of like the petty the petty demons or like one of the small demons and then um what a demon had presented presented itself and he called referred to himself as kuro and then shizu who is at full strength right now had um Bat- had battled with Kuro, and to her surprise, she had slashed Kuro's arm and like took his arm off. And sure, so, after that, he kind of was in hiding for a little bit. And Shizu, uh, she was she basically was saying that she's thankful for for that because you know she was um she was losing strength and like mm-hmm. the demon was actually really strong. Um, and then after that, um. One the 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 king and the minister had su- had summoned um, Shizu to like one part one part of the castle, and that's where she realized that it was a it was kind of a setup for the um the 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 original knight that had killed one of the the petty demons, and mm-hmm. then that it was this it was a uh, decided that that knight was uh, was actually an arch demon who pulled up and basically was about to kill Shizu. Where Kuro comes up out of nowhere and is like, basically he what he did he wasn't gonna let Shizu die because yeah. wasn't he uh he did it as a favor for the Silver Eagles right right like exactly yeah exactly exactly and then um basically after that um Kuro he he killed the king and the minister and then after that he killed the archdemon like with ease and then it's kind of assumed that um. Shizu and uh, Kuro kind of made like a deal that like they weren't that they were just going to stay out of each other's way. Mm-hmm. And I guess and I think we we as an audience could kind of assume that like this is a uh, this is kind of this is kind of a, a prequel to like the interaction that uh, Kuro is going to have with uh, with Rimuru, because at the end you could kind of see that um, Kuro is observing R- Rimuru through like this little like orb thingy. Mm-hmm. So that also um is now going to discussion about these episodes um right. i feel like well so you cover the first part it's awesome like it was very heartwarming and shit that he finished this stuff for shizu so it was great but um for the setup thing it seems like 
Kuro can only really be summoned when people have really strong feelings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, silver yeah. eagles on their deathbed, this woman, like, screaming and, like, giving her soul for whatever and things like that, you know? So it's like, it seems like there have to be certain conditions. And he was like, oh, I haven't been summoned in so long. So you know what I mean? So um, very interesting character. I think what he was known as Rouge. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. I believe and, so. Yeah. And apparently she was like, finds out that from Leon that the ones that have colors are like the stronger ones. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know there wasn't a whole lot going on in those two episodes, but um, I just want to definitely talk about um, now since you guys have finished it, just what you guys felt about the, the series as a whole. Right. Well, I'll start. Um, I thought that plot-wise, this probably had like the the deepest plot, and I think we saw a lot of character development within Rimuru from when he died as the man that lived in that was living in Japan up until like this point. Because we see it's it's like very multi multifaceted. You see the aspects where he is giving, where he's I wouldn't even say cruel, but when he's dangerous, mm-hmm. and you know. It, it's not like we just seeing the same thing repeatedly and repeatedly, repeatedly. Like, so I think of like the protagonists that we've seen between him, Kazuma, and um, why am I blanking on ReZero? Um, um, Subaru. Subaru. I think of the, of those we see with with uh, Rimuru, he probably is like has a lot of character development, and even not just just him, kind of the characters around him. But I guess because Rimuru is developing those characters, you know, by evolving them, and you know, everybody seems to like you know. Mm. surround surround themselves with Rimuru. So overall, I mean, I think that we just continuing to get better. Like I think we we've taken we've taken a step up with this one. I think that of the of the the three plots, this one has the best one. The action scenes in this is also are also really good. Yeah, I agree. So and yeah, I'm actually excited cuz the season 2 for this is actually going to come out in 2020. So yep. that's something to look forward to. And yeah. I like this joint. All right, JT. So uh, it's interesting what you said about the, like the, the character development, because that was something I was also kind of paying attention to. Mm-hmm. But it almost feels like, uh, all right, let me see how I, I put this. Doesn't it almost kind of feel like there wasn't really, not to say there wasn't any character development with Rimuru, but I'm just harping back to the very first episode, um, mm-hmm. where right before he died, right. And the dude that I guess was his, not, not his apprentice, but whatever the, the, the dude was to him, right? He held him in such high regard, almost this, almost to the same way that the dwarves and, you know, the goblins and all, and like the pig people, uh, dang, I'm a blanket on them too. <laughs> the, the, the politically orcs. correct orcs. name, sorry, orcs. <laughs> like he, like I, I just re- re- recall that guy holding him to that type of regard before he died because he was so excited to for him to meet the girlfriend or i guess the fiance at that time and yeah you know it was basically like like you know not his master but and not his sensei but like something along like those lines i guess in like an everyday yeah i mean it's time. like they call him sensei and stuff like that but i feel like it was just like it was just kind of that guy that older guy at his job that took him under his wing you know what i mean like, he just like has a mentor of, he was like yeah, a mentor he just has like that mentor personality so yeah. I think it was it was cool seeing it on like a broader level, but it just feels like that was something that he he just already had that innate you know trait he within did, him. Yeah, he did it to a lesser scale in uh mm. in his his past life because it's like everything else was pretty mundane. 
So it was like he, he connected with someone, with one person. Because, you know, he never had any girlfriend or anything like that. So it was like he connected yeah. with that one person. And then it's like when he got reincarnated, he connected with so many people. Oh, absolutely. I will agree with the with Miles. Like the fighting in this is just was just off the charts. At least compared to the um, you know, the other two. It's not to say the other two oh, fighting yeah. sequences were bad because I mean there were some really good fight fighting sequences in the other ones. But I mean oh, this, sure. and even though Rimuru was you know the whole season, it's kind of been like, oh, he's kind of OP. There were parts where I'm like, yo, maybe he's not like. OP like there was a little there was some times where I was questioning like all right maybe there's an extent to his power mm-hmm. you know um which I thought was was good because it it didn't make you think oh everything's gonna turn out well in the end because mm-hmm. you kind of get it gave you that doubt it was like oh, yeah like no. with Crubidus and with when he starts yeah. first fighting orc disaster yeah especially with yep. uh Caribidus when they were like when they did that that all-out assault mm-hmm. and they only do like 30 percent damage He's like, mm-hmm. all right, dang, how are we gonna get out of this one, man? <laughs> but My fucking Millum steps up to the plate. That's what I'm saying. One, one take hove. Yeah, that, that was that was that designated hitter coming off the bench in the bottom <laughs> of the ninth. <laughs> Facts. That was Tino Martinez. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, overall, I mean, this was this was, this was definitely uh fantastic. Um, a lot of uh inside innuendo jokes. Funny. I don't know if anybody caught that in the. Yeah. Episode what was it? episode yeah episode twenty two when uh old girl oh, I'm a Chloe when Chloe was like oh oh yeah and he was like I, I love, love you. you and, and she he was, he was like you couldn't wait eight years and I'm like yo bro whoa 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 what's he going went, on here? hey at least he correct he was like he was like freaky <laughs> only you could have told me this eight years actually ten years later and he right? was like he was like damn I wish I heard this at least once when I was alive. <laughs> Oh boy. But you know what's crazy? It made sense. Doesn't it make sense though that why he would I guess this is my last point. Why why the mask would go to Chloe? It just felt like, you know, even when he first got to the class, there felt like there was an emphasis on Chloe. There was always like a side camera shot of Chloe. You know, mm-hmm. always like there were like a, a scene where she like says like maybe two words and then like kind of falls to the background. It just felt like there was something about her. And even when they were doing the sparring practice. You know, he sensed something in her, so it kind of made sense as to why, like, I guess that that special spirit. You know, we have no idea what what's going to happen with yep. that, but it makes sense as to why that would go to her. And I guess it kind of makes sense as to why the, uh, you know, the I guess the life spirit would go to uh, Ken. Mm-hmm. You know, because because just his his personality. Everybody else kind of was like regular degular, but those two are the ones that I think we should really really look out for. And I I don't know, but maybe Ken and uh, Chloe have a you know battle face to face because just because of the, yeah. the the spirits inside of them might be you know clashing yeah yep that's a valid point that would be a uh, pretty cool i mean um this is definitely one of the top animes that uh that came out in the past like year or so you know um i really did enjoy it watching it again for the second time i feel like i enjoyed it a lot more than the first time actually because um i still liked it and i was like this is actually really good and the title's kind of off-putting everything's kind of off-putting when you first hear about it right and it's one of those things that you really just got to watch for yourself and experience and then see the writing and see like what you guys are talking about the character development the fight scenes like all this stuff um and especially like even um for like my friends at work who i got them to watch they're getting through the first episode one of them was like i don't know what's going on and like even darius he was like yo it's like a rolling dildo and i was like no like a what what a what a that's a that's a description right there. I've, I've never, never heard that. I in my life. ain't never ever 
heard that before. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I'm going to have to holler at Darius for that one. Right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. no, nah, stop playing and just watch the show, man. It's great. But I don't know, man. It's I feel like you guys covered it for the most part. Um, I'm really excited to to watch more and just see what happens. And like, I'm um, I, I have this thing that when I really like a show or a character in a show, especially with anime, I tend to look up everything just to see like, and then and then I'll watch it develop later on. So like, I looked up a little bit, but I'm trying not to, and like just kind of wait and keep myself preoccupied um with this one. But um, also this is like still like a relatively not new, but you know like the manga is as old as some other ones and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like I I did it with ble- I did it with One Piece with the certain characters because it was just such a big world that I found I ended up doing actually. I'm usually good with spoilers, but there's one in particular where I was like, wow, this is a big spoiler for One Piece. But uh, yeah, I'm I can't wait to see what else to come. Um, and I guess uh, now we'll do our, our our tradition of whenever we finish a show. Um, we got to pour one out for someone. So um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pour one out for um for Gopta for um Loki being the realist. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and also the fact that like he he's he's handled so much abuse but is still alive and persevering. Like my son, um <laughs> my son when he got fed Xion's cooking and developed poison resistance, That's like he got left in the freaking dwarven kingdom in the jail, like all that shit. Never doubted my guy Gopta. Not at not not for a second. You, you did what I, I I was ride or die with Gopta from the jump. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Tough. <laughs> All right. Who's next? I'll go. Um, I'm gonna go with uh what's her name? Demon Lord uh Millum. Millum? Yeah, she's tough, bro. Like, even though she was just on some like real strong shit, like yeah, I I I, I fuck with her, bro. Like, yeah, I feel sure. like major Majin Boo vibes. Yes, oh, like super time. major. Yeah. She she just want she just want she just want to eat and have a bestie, bro. That's it. She's not really harmless, except for when. Well, yeah, except for when you know she's in, she's in battle, and then you know she she handles the business as you saw what she did with Caribidus. Also, hey, she's, nigga, like, she's a real one. You disrespected peoples. Yeah, that's a fact. She's loyal as shit. I love it. Yeah. Love it. She she was fucking with the slimech, but yeah, facts. <laughs> love to see it. JT. Hmm. I look you got another one when you're done, so I want to hear what yours is. Yeah. All right. Can you just remind me? All right. What is the stipulations of this again? Just. Is this your point one out for for this being over, and just one of your favorite things, or one of your people? It's like your favorite things, a person who didn't get enough justice, or like anything like that. Needed more screen time of the uh, the secretary. <laughs> um, yeah, we need more screen time for Shion. Um. Yo, JT, you got to watch. Um. The one of the OVAs, the first one, because I was looking at plot summaries and stuff like that. So, the plot summary for that one apparently is um, like Xion and uh, the princess are fighting over Rimuru, and they somehow end up going on a beach day. So, of course, they're in swimsuits. Okay. Oh, they a problem. They and then, problem. um, and then apparently, Xion's cooking forced this monster to go berserk, and um, Shit. the monster's thing it like causes everyone's swimsuits to d- d- dissolve so you know what i'm watching <laughs> <laughs> um that's just you a freak if i had to seriously pour one out uh 
Gabaru. You know what? Stop. Yes, yes. We're I'm I'm going right back to the Gabaru oh, train. Oh my Gabaru Hive. Gabaru Let's 2020. That you already know. You already know. <laughs> my guy was out here. He didn't get enough. You know what it is? He didn't get enough justice because he's a master swordsman. We didn't get enough. We need bro. He, he was not a mess. I don't want to spearsman. Hear it. Spearsman. Just because he was the best one in his village does not make him a master. Because he still got punked by Gopta. He oh didn't. He was first of all, he was caught off guard. You can't put my two favorites together like that. That's not fair. If you're a master, right. he shouldn't have been caught off guard. You can be a master and somebody can be better than you. You be you could be Gopta's you could be, not a master though. We see Gopta get schooled every day. Right. It's different tiers, all right. Gopta is a master of just being Gopta. All right. Gopta don't claim to be a master. His levels is exactly. He doesn't have to claim it because there's levels to this shit. All right. <laughs> Gopta. Gopta's out here top tier, right? Gabru is also top tier, but just not as top tier as oh Gopta. All right, but that doesn't mean he's not top tier. All I'm right. Gabru didn't even get a human form, bro. It's like it's like it's like Jordan and, and, and Braun. All right, one's no. better. Yes, it is. It's, it's oh like Jordan Brown. <laughs> one's better. It's, it's okay. More, they can both it's more be like, great. They can both be it, great. It's, 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 more, it's more like Kobe and Penny Hardaway. I, I think that's a much better comparison. <laughs> Watch between your the two. mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought that was a bit much. I was going to say, like, Kobe and Tyreek Evans. Because Dabu had the potential, right? <laughs> now now you get disrespectful. See, yeah, watch when God. I'll give God to Kobe. I'll give God to Kobe, but Gabru was and supposed Gopta to be something. Comes back Gopta, and saves everybody. Gopta, then when Gabru comes to in the clutch, rookie of the year, he won rookie of the year, and my man is out of the league. Gabru gonna come through on his Robert Ori, and I don't want to oh hear nothing God. from nobody. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I want to hear. Oh yeah, good job, Gabru. I want to hear nothing. I need you to keep that energy, all that heat. So when Gabru come through in the clutch, as we as we all know, he will. We all know what's gonna no, happen. It's just no, matter of no. I need y'all to keep that same. No. Oh man, God, the two G's, man. the two G's, Gopta, Gabaru, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible. Justin, you have terrible taste in anime characters, except for the women. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, that's all right. I find the diamonds in the rough. Honestly, it's okay. <laughs> I hope you get hit with some explosion magic. You deserve oh, it at this point. Head. You and me both. You and me both. Megumin. He's trying to make some explosion magic. You already know. know yeah, with Sheon. Oh, something's about to explode. <laughs> and it ain't about to be the magic. magic. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm dead. <laughs> about to hit him with your magicules and shit. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey. <laughs> magic, magic. Rumor is not the only charm. <laughs> Freaky. Oh, yeah. man. Where's another thing? Wait, what? Do we ever. Wait, I know we probably went through this it was just easier for oh, him to I just can... be a kid or like what was what was the deal I with that so. again? i think it was just that was just the natural form he'd have to put more effort to being an adult but um that just reminded me of the last the last thing i wanted to pour out was for rimuru because um my man was really hope trying to find a wife and get some cheeks and he ended up being androgynous at least he has a lot of friends though so yeah, yeah i i'm just saying he doesn't have it's to be androgynous yeah, you're right. That's a choice he made. He made. All right. So he can create all these. Manga, yeah, he can probably right? create genitalia. That's not where I was going, but so. you know, you know what? I'm just gonna leave it at that. We don't need to do this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess with that, we've uh, 
close this chapter of uh, Anime Book Club. That time we got reincarnated as a slime. It's completed. John, real quick. Yeah, we didn't get enough screen time of Agabru's, uh sister. That's it. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. Justin, you want to you wanna say all of this stuff now? Where were you in the beginning of the conversation, Justin? That's why I want to know. Waiting my turn. <laughs> oh, my Real God. <laughs> yeah, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm getting that tattooed on my arm, too. Rule 34. Yo, please get a rule. <laughs> oh, that's freaky. You, that would be... Oh, my God. You know you got to get it on, like, the side of your forearm? It'll be uh it's gonna be it's gonna have rule 34 right it's gonna be three heads it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> she's gonna be Shion, rem and mil and, and, and no darkness darkness yes <laughs> <laughs> and the rule 34 oh, is, is what is what's covering them up that's 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 what it's gonna be oh like no the way you gotta do it right you gotta have the three heads and rule 34 is just over their eyes i'd rather rule 34 covering the uh the chesticles Oh, but, yeah, you uh, said just chesticles. Heads. But, uh, you know, I, so I you the vision, John. Heads. Well, I mean, yeah. We're getting oh, like full on, full on Popeye, like anchor arm down the, down the bicep. Oh, bet. You got to do yeah. it for the concert. Nah, Loki, the darkness tattoo would be tough. It would be. I just don't like needles. So but I, I don't like needles either. One step at know. a time. You saw that's her note. Yeah, well, obviously your pain tolerance is a lot higher because um, it it grows with each one, and it depends where hmm. you get it. But um, hmm. yeah, come on, son, it's it's a different type of needle. It's not the same. It's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not the same at all. Yeah, because I'm afraid of needles. But um, anyway, so we're about to do the next two shows are about to be shows that none of us have watched. Um, after those two, we're probably gonna go back to a couple of ones suggestions that I have just for the culture and there's are good shows that I feel these guys should watch. Yep. Um, but I'm excited to do this one. Um, I've been talking about it for a while and it's, uh, this is one of those classic ones, you know, everyone says the classic, like culture ass anime. Um, we're going to be doing the original berserk. So the 1997 berserk, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it. I've heard one of those things where it's like, you haven't seen berserk you have to watch it like it's one of those reaction things so um we're gonna be starting that for uh next week and we're gonna since we're going blind and i can't normally try and do it by arcs we're just gonna go straight up um i guess you might just stick with three episodes fuck it let's just do three it episodes a week let me see exactly how many uh i think the uh, the season's only 20 21 or 24 oh this is short how short is it 12 episodes Oh yeah, we can yeah, we can go th- we can go three by three. Yeah. Um so episodes, the last one's untitled. I don't know if it's real or not. Like if it's an actual episode, I'll check. But um yeah, let's do that. And um with my resident I, I guess my my resident berserk uh, expert over um my old job now. Uh shout out to Gant. I just hit him up before we started recording to be like sub or dubbed. He was like uh subbed because the dub is apparently really bad. Um oh, just surprising nice. for older ones. But um yeah, he said the dub's really bad. Yeah, but anyway, guys, so for next week, watch uh, the original Berserk. So if you're on uh, Crunchyroll or anything like that, it'll say season one. Um, So season one of Berserk, uh, we're going to do one, two, and three for um next week. And now, um, usually at this point, it's the end of the episode. But we're just uh, getting right into it. And we're going to start our sports combo. So sports, we actually sports, do... Sports. 
we we got a bunch of sports news this week finally um you know and the nfl season has been a little bit slow uh basketball too but we had the wild card weekend more coaching decisions uh yeah let's 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 get into it what's the first thing you guys want to talk about um well i guess we could talk about the wild card game first just to get it out the way really and last saturday all of us were titans fans yeah i i think uh, a win for tennessee was a win for uh america honestly yeah the real america yeah yeah, boston america yeah not the boston america i think fans everywhere were happy to see that the even I, I mean shit they lost fuck it like i was at the 40 40 club in that joint lit when um tom brady got that pick six i was going crazy with all my people and we was we was bugging but now overall if i could rank all of the games um all of them were great to to think that the the vikings could upset the 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 average the ass patriots yeah right that's what I'm saying. I don't know how and that's the Vikings, but I was. Just, oh no! I just oh no! No! But I know. Oh yeah! Yeah! No! 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 Sorry, I was just kind of like bouncing around because I'm just talking about everything. Yeah. Because um, just think, just think that the Vikings could come come up against the Saints, and honestly, I will argue that that's a bigger upset than the the Titans beating the Patriots. Just because I do too. The, the 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 tight the Titans have been actually really good, like in mm-hmm. the latter part of the year. You know, the just thinking about how that Buffalo game went and how they how they imploded. It it was really great across the board. Thinking Carson Wentz got hurt after like we were on here saying that you know this might be a game where you know the Eagles might pull it out you know but injuries part of the game. But yeah, I guess we we can we can start we can start fully with the Patriots game. Really, um, do y'all think that this is like this is it for for Brady for Belichick? Like what do you, what's y'all what's y'all initial thoughts? Yes, on it? um, I've been saying this since early in the season. Well, I, he's been playing like he needs to retire. Like he has not looked great you know what i mean he hasn't looked that good um the athleticism obviously isn't really there never you know he's never the most athletic anyway but he hasn't been looking all that great uh this year in particular and i think he should retire i don't think he will retire at the end of the season but i do think that he's been and like the way his ego is and everything is that he needs to prove to someone that he can win without belichick because you already know that idea that that he's a system quarterback conversation eats right. at him, like just eats away at him. And the the thing about it is, he might go out sad now because of it. He might he might go out sad like Brett Favre, you know, yeah. um, because of that. Possibly. I don't know where he would go. I mean, I know uh, I saw I think it was Stephen A. Smith tweeted where he was like, "I want to see him on the the Titans with uh, Vrabel," but that was before you know Tannehill might be the guy over there right now. Yeah, um, he's getting an extension. It's over. It's over for that logic. Yo, I mean, what if uh, what if he goes to imagine if Tom Brady goes to Tampa, Bruce Arians? Yeah, Bruce Arians. I I, I don't know. I don't, or, I don't think. Or, yeah. or he goes to the Bengals and they just draft a quarterback to sit for for a year. I mean, shit. I mean, they're gonna probably end up drafting Joe Burrow. Imagine that, just sitting behind Brady for a year. Literally the yeah. greatest player of all time, greatest quarterback of all time. Like, what's funny? My boy said that same thing earlier today at dinner. Mm-hmm. With the Cincinnati Bengals, I don't see like you know at this point, the the Bears have already committed to Trubinsky for whatever reason. Um, maybe if they trade Cam or something, he'll go and be like, I have another white guy weapon. Um, but I mean, I I don't know. I I don't think he's gonna retire, and I really don't think he's gonna stay. I feel like he's gonna go somewhere, lose, and then then retire. Mm-hmm. 
But I just, my thing is just like, all right, you got to weigh like the pros and cons, right? He has nothing to gain. Honestly, at this point, he has nothing to gain in his career. Like he's already cemented his legacy as like. Yeah, but, but he's Tom Brady. He's not built that way. So, all right. that So my thing is, why would he want to leave a familiar place to go somewhere else? And he's only going to go to a place that's ready to win now. It's like the Bucks are not ready to win now. Panthers aren't the defense ready to win better. It's getting better, but it's not like yeah, it's not it's not championship ready. It can't you, a team can't be. Who knows what will happen here though? What if he goes to the Jags? Jags yeah, are not they're, they're not ready to win anymore. I mean, because what do you call um? They're one. I think it's it's either Clay's Campbell. No, um, Ngiche, um, the, um Ngakwe, the dude Ngakwe, that won the Ravens. is walking. He yeah, he yeah, he's yeah. leaving in free agency, so that defense is going to take a hit. Clay's Campbell's another year older. You know, they their secondary is a little bit shaky now with you know some some defensive backs going. Uh I just don't see a, a team that's just a quarterback away. And I think it was the Titans, but you have Mar- uh not Marietta, uh Tannehill. Tannehill might be that guy right now, man. So yeah, I don't know. The t- just, the Titans is are, are scary. I just don't know where he would go to a place that needs a quarterback that's ready to place win. Right bad now. decisions. I mean, but why would he want to put himself in that situation? He has to prove that it's not Belichick. He's not gonna. He he he. There's nowhere he can go where he can win another championship. But I, but what left is? I mean, yeah, you could say he has something to prove. But at 44 years old, like yo, going into next yo, season, yo yo he, yo 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 yeah. What if he goes to the Steelers? What if mm. they don't re up on Ben off the injury? I don't know. And still, as I feel like that might be the maybe of the of the ones that we're thinking of, that might be the best fit. But I couldn't see it. I couldn't see that. The Steve, not after all those. I mean, they're basically right. I mean, how many times they faced off in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, but as a, as a, but if Tom Brady goes, hey, I want to play for you, and you 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 already thinking of Ben was on the way out. I mean, originally when they drafted uh, Rudolph, the idea was he would have been better. Yeah. So um. So you're going all in for another year before you start the rebuild. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Patriots are going to have to end up drafting the quarterback if not acquiring one in free agency. But um, Yo, what if the Patriots get Cam? Oh, my God. That, yeah, that, would, be a, possible, that would be possible. a check-ass move. I wouldn't be surprised. But I actually, don't know. Benefit, and actually, his, that, that, that offense benefits Cam, too. Definitely does. And, I have, and them having a mobile quarterback would be like – I don't know. Could it? It definitely would do wonders for them. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's t- it's tough to it's tough to really say. But going back to what um, the original question was, I don't. I, I think that the dynasty at this point, I think it's over. Um, you can say what you want about Brady being the gold and Belichick being the best coach of all time, but you know, Father Time is undefeated. We've said it multiple times on this show. We've you you hear it on any any show, mm-hmm. and you know what? I a a lot of people. We're, and I, I've said it on here before. We're criticizing Max Kellerman for saying, like, yo, you know, he's going to have this dramatic-ass drop-off. He just predicted it at the wrong time. He was, just he year, was, just, he was a year too early. Yeah, that's it. Matt, like, like he he literally didn't didn't lie. Like, after, if you look at how he was from his MVP season that would have went to Carson Wentz had he stayed healthy to now, it's just it, the drop-off is crazy. So, I don't know. It's got to it's gotta be done. I mean, you know, it was a great game to watch, but even watching – but. But even watching Brady during the game, you could tell it's like it's not the father time is undefeated, man. That's it. Their their defense and their running game only carried them so much. When it was time for Brady to make plays, he couldn't. 
That's real. That's really what it was. And and go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought. No, no, no. I was gonna say, and the Titans, they had the best player on the field. We said it last week. Me and Justin, mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's a fucking beast. That's a grown and, man. And I was about to say, he just turns up in the second half of the season. You know what this nine and seven Titans team reminds me of? And y'all are gonna y'all people people have been criticizing me OD for saying it, but they really remind me of the 07 Giants. I think you said this last week. I uh, did I? Actually, no. I think someone said it. Well, JT, you might. I, I, don't, I don't think it was me. Nah, I don't think e- any of us said it. But yeah, I they really like... reminiscing. No, re- rem- we spoke yeah. about being hot going into the thing. Well, we oh. spoke about them being hot, but I don't think we made mention of them being the Giants. All right. Well, See, anyway, I, as soon as you said it, sense. that was I was thinking the same thing. As All I'm saying, is, but yeah, it makes sense. Right? Is that they hot at the right time? That's yeah. all I'm saying. They're hot at the right time. They got a good defense. They got a good running game. Like Derrick Henry's a fucking beast, man. And um, I think I think it's funny because we've been telling y'all all year, Patriots defense was good. I don't, I don't think they were as great as people were saying. Yeah, but because and they don't. Like, who did they play? Yeah, you, you exactly. Get, Who did they play? Games in the they didn't win. East. That, yeah, they yeah, didn't win all the, the big ass games, and fucking they have difficulty stopping the run. And Derrick Henry is going to do grown man things. Like I, like first of all, I'm going to the game this Saturday, so I'm I'm hyped. Word. Yeah, That's so fire! I didn't know that. Have um, fun, have fun, family. Yeah, but I got I got I got a Ray Lewis jersey. If you want to wear that joint, yeah, please. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead on the road. I got that. Yeah. Cause uh, Jake's been like, we've been trying to figure it out, and then he finally was like, "Yo, like we're going," and then, you know, so uh, I'm I'm gonna drive down there on Saturday. Um, I gotta go to Jimmy's Seafood before I leave too for the culture. Oh, John, you never. Oh, bro, I f- yo, I actually been there before. Shout out Nicole, that's my best friend. We went down there, um, because she lives in Delaware, mm. and we was yeah, so we drove down there just not knowing any good seafood spots in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And we went and we just went there just blindly. And yo, let me tell you, bro, food there is crack. Like you really, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a, that's a staple, especially for yeah. uh for Ravens fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, spot that spot is crazy. Yeah, I'm excited. If I can catch me outside the bank. Yeah, no, um, that's I I don't know. It's gonna be a game. You know, you already know I'm riding my Ravens, but they're like the 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 type of team that has been shown to to actually produce offense against the Ravens is like the one with the a dominant run game. And it's the when you're running back has the ability when you're running back can make plays. Cause you could just have a solid run game and it's like, oh we'll just like try and cram it in throw. But it's like the only time the 49ers scored against them was on breakout plays. You know what I mean? And that's all on the running back. Same thing as um fucking Singletary was a beast. He oh, he had a great season. Yeah. And he was um that's what that's the only thing that happened during the, the Bills game. He was making plays. It was just him. So um with Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry, um, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. But John Harbaugh is a great coach. I know we're already looking towards the next game a little bit. We're gonna go back to last weekend. I'm just, you know, flow of the conversation. Um John Harbaugh's a great coach. He had two weeks, you know. They said that they prepared more for the Titans last week because that's the only team they haven't played. So yeah, I'm sure we'll get into the next week a little bit more. But um the Titans game is great. From what I saw, which are mostly highlights, um, it's just it's just great to not have to worry about the Patriots being in a Super Bowl, which basically guarantees an entertaining Super Bowl. Yep. And the Titans are built for they are built for playoff football because playoff oh, football you don't see high scoring games, and 
it's literally just drag him out, slug him out, and that's mm-hmm. what that they like playing. Like I think uh, he said it in the in the post game, Derrick Henry. He was like, "We like it dirty, we like it rough, you know, just sixty minutes of nothing but all right, we're yeah, gonna hit you too. in the mouth." And wow, I'm just saying, man, it's it, it's a it's a very <laughs> it's a very interesting situation when you have a team that wins by one in Foxborough. That's you know. That that's that says a lot about the Titans, man. Mm-hmm. Not even having to rely on the pass game, which by the way, they're good at too. They just yeah. didn't pass. Derrick Henry just put the game in they his hands. They didn't hand. need to. <laughs> like they didn't need to pass. Yeah. They were like, all right, I mean, if you stop our yeah. run game, we'll pass. All right. Right. I'll I'll do my best. Yeah. I'm very excited for that game. I'm also very excited. And by the way, like I'm I'm very happy to see that like of the eight teams that are remaining. Four of the starting eight quarterback quarterbacks for each team are black. So shout out my man Russ. Shout out Mahomes. Shout out LJ. You know, yeah, and shout right. out Deshaun. The quarter blacks. Yeah. The quarter blacks. Oh, that's the that's that's the title. That's, that's the title. Boy, that's oh, what that, you call motherfucking boss. <laughs> you don't know nothing yeah. about that. Yeah, I love it. Quarter blacks. There it is. There goes my my speech impediment. Worked for me for once, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but um it's gonna be it's gonna be fire seeing seeing my homes versus the showing this weekend is gonna be I, I feel like that game is gonna it's gonna be memorable bro there there has to be a there's like a 90 there's like a 90 percent chance that the, that the super bowl is gonna be fun to watch simply because of the players left like in the oh, team of course players. like of course that that's it like er, everyone left who's boring to watch right the only like, the only teams that you could could have probably made an argument for is, is well the, the the Patriots the, no no not even boring to watch but I'm saying well not them being boring to watch but I'm saying um the the Patriots being boring to watch maybe the Bills but even the Bills game you know they Singletary they I mean, doing shit. things Singletary was doing was doing shit fucking Josh that first John, play that first yeah. um yeah they was, they was they was yeah that, yeah that was tough so I don't know I feel like out of the teams left you know you got all of the exciting teams maybe the packers i don't know watching the packers isn't like the packers have been more defensive this year than in previous yeah that's and, and that's, you know that's aaron Rodgers is still aaron Rodgers. you know yeah that's still yeah, potential that's there oh man and speaking of and speaking of aaron Rodgers, i'm so happy that we finally gonna get the the seahawks and packers rematch after all after after all of these years because if y'all don't y'all don't remember the way that the Seahawks came back in the fourth quarter, won it overtime years ago in Lambeau, is it's it's set up for it's set up for it again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that should Lynch be back. Yeah, you're about to say Marshawn Lynch is back. I don't know. I don't think there's a bad divisional matchup at at all. Like watching, no. I mean, you know, you got you got the you got the 49ers and Vikings, but then it's like the way the Vikings just handled the Saints. You can't really okay. say that that's that's going to be a, a a bad one, you know. Okay. All right. Now, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Kirk Cousins probably had the best primetime game of his career, but uh, I don't know. I'd say yeah, that no, you the, know the, why? the Monday night against the Seahawks, he was good. That defense just let them down. Kirk Cousins was listen. really good in that Monday night game against the Seahawks. Listen, the only reason I'm saying it is because this game really meant something. Like this game meant something, and he 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 played well. He made the best throw of his career. <laughs> um, Shout and, out my son Thielen. Yeah, and and he played well, but um, I still don't believe in Kirk Cousins at all. Isn't that part of at the all. fun though? 
I gotta see it. I listen until he can do it consistently. Every dog has his day. Like I don't believe. Um, and the 49ers defense is pretty wild. So not saying the Saints defense isn't like the Saints defense is really good, but uh, that 49ers defense is pretty different. And uh, we'll we'll see which Kirk we get. Like you know. We get Captain Kirk. It's just, I don't know. It's just something like kind of fun about just like, all right, let's see if Kirk can, let's see how much the magic, like it would be kind of cool. I don't know. I, I have no rooting interest in any, whoever goes to the Super Bowl, you yeah. know, because my team's um, not it, but it'd be kind of fun. Like if Kirk, you know, made it to the Super Bowl, just because, you know, bro, and even if he if loses, Kirk I think made it, it to the Super Bowl. It changes the narrative around Kirk. <laughs> even if he loses the Super Bowl, right? It changes the narrative around mm-hmm. him because now we know he can get to the big game. It's just yeah. a matter of, can you win it? So now you don't even if have to. If he makes it to the Super Bowl, I absolutely will put some respect. Absolutely. If if he makes it and he does it. You know what I mean? It's not like they score a bunch of defensive touchdowns and he only makes one pass. If he gets them there. So what if he throws for like 250, but like only one touchdown and Dalvin has like three? But that's just because Dalvin's Dalvin. Mm. It, depends on, it depends on his completion percentage. No, it depends on his, I mean, yeah. But... Mm. Because he could throw for a, a terrible 250 or just be throwing a doubt. No, no, you're, you're right. Like screen you're passes right. and shit. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. It's like, I, what if I, they I, get in the end, the red zone a lot? They just happen to hand the ball off to Dalvin. And I mean, Dalvin's going to do Dalvin things. Dalvin is going to do Dalvin things. I think that's what, um, that's what, that's what is more so going to come down to. But as we know, the law averages is undefeated. <laughs> so <laughs> this is true. I, I think, I, I think if you, you put it into perspective, Three road teams winning. I mean, and mind you, this is the second year in a row that this has happened. That three road teams have won on wild card weekend. I, I, I think we gotta, you know, I, I think now shit is about to become a little bit more realistic. Like if we saying, I mean, damn, the Titans are pretty are pretty damn good. So I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen with the Titans and Ravens game, but I think you know, I, I think we can assume that the 49ers are, will handle business. But at the same time, it's like, damn, this is the same team that lost to the Falcons a few weeks ago. But this is also the team that that put up 46 against the Saints in a shootout that is known for being a defensive team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, the 49ers are really like the team where it's, you really never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> might be good. He might be mid. He might be ass. Say, doesn't this scream? Doesn't this scream Jimmy Garoppolo fraud game? Doesn't it? Yeah, like, it, no, it, like nah, it, it does, though. That's yeah, I, Justin, I, I agree completely, bro. And, and not yeah. even just just, this is, just the fraud this game. Is like, one to lose. Yeah, you know, and it's like that. The fact that they have have a home field for the rest of the NFC is just like I I don't see anybody coming to them and beating them in in their house. Considering the only other West team is is the Seahawks, so I I, I don't know. That's already did it though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think like I don't know. To me, outside of the Vikings, the West is super. It's anyone's game. That's, yeah, that's it, really it, how it, I feel. Like if if either of those three teams make it. I would not be surprised, like any of them. The only one that would surprise me is the Vikings. Like, yeah, to me, there's no, there's no clear favorite though. The only, though, I would I say agree. the Packers, if they had full home field advantage, but once they get to the, the, if they make it to the NFC Championship, then they won't have home home field. Mm-hmm. So that 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 advantage of the elements in Lambeau is like, you know, yeah. it's plus. Um, no, though, I think uh, the only team. Oh yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have it. I was supposed to say, I was like, the only team. And I was like, yeah, it's both the teams that they play. Hey, no. But um, Packers, it's outdoor. I thought the Packers won the North. They did. 
They did. So if the Packers think... win, if the Packers win and the Vikings win, Vikings have to travel to Lambeau. The Packers and the Vikings can't win because they both play each other. I did the same thing. But the Packers are playing the Seahawks this week. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the, the, yeah, Pack- yeah. Yeah, so the, the Vikings win, the Packers have home field advantage. Also, I'm sorry, but if the Packers played the fucking Vikings, so Darius Smith, I'm confident that he would make her cousins his bitch. That's a bad man. Yeah. Oh, oh, did they go? Didn't they split? Did they split the uh, season series this year? This year, or was it two O Packers? That's a good question. Vikings Seahawks. I mean, uh, yeah, Vikings Seahawks, and it wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad conference game if it was anything like that Monday night game. Bro, there's it's at this yeah. point. It's so good. Possible for there to be any any bad game right now. Yeah. Like the only thing is that I'm most likely going to be driving for that Viking. Actually, no. If I leave early, I should make. I'm gonna try and get there early so I could go to the Vikings 49 so I could watch the game. For yep. But uh, let's see. Let's see. Actually, you know what team I don't think we've talked about yet, and I think the the Packers swept the Vikings. The Packers swept yep. the Vikings. They did. Was it cl- was it closer? Uh, I just exited out. So give me a second. We talked about the Texans at all. Have we even put them in the conversation yeah, as a no, legitimate team? No. Or no? I mean, no, no, no. Only yeah. thing I said is that the the matchup with Mahomes and Deshaun is going to be great. That's, that's, that's what I said. That, so yeah. in week um in week two, that was when the uh, Packers offense was still was super weird. Um, they only won by five, but uh, in week sixteen they beat them by thirteen. Yeah, it's not as it's convincing not as you would think. Convincing. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I was going to say, um, in regards to Mahomes and Deshaun, see, now here's my problem, is that Deshaun played against a really good defense, and he got sacked a hell of a lot of times, yeah. and he still found a way to win. Now, the, the about problem, that's, yeah, bro. yeah, that's, that's, that's what he does. He goes out there, he puts his, he, when it's, when it's time for his number to be called, he puts it on the line, and he puts the game in his hands. That's what Deshaun does. But my, my main concern with the Chiefs is that if they can't get a pass rush on, on Deshaun, because they definitely can keep up with the points. You know, they're not going to just score 19 points like how, how the Bills did. If they can't get a pass rush on Deshaun, this is going to be a shootout. And that's just personally how I feel. Yeah. Um, having, having and mind you, their offensive line is terrible. Like the, the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. I mean, not, not, no, not the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs offensive line is bad too, but I'm saying the Texans offensive line is bad. So the way that they was getting after Deshaun in the first half, and even on that last play, he did not saying, I'm not saying it was luck. I'm just saying two people was in his face and two people hit him at the end of the game. He just did Deshaun things. Yeah. That, yeah. Like I said, man, law averages, ugh. Yeah, you know it's gonna be like most of this game is gonna be spent outside of the pocket. It feels like, like it has to be because the the, the their old their online camp is trash. <laughs> yeah, but also at the same time, both pass rushes aren't great. But the Texans with JJ Watt back, you know, see, that sack on third down was huge. That's that's what that was a turning point in the game. Thirteen yeah. nothing, keeping that the game within two possessions was what kept the game in the in the Texans' hands. Yeah, I I'm think saying, um, I, I think the yeah, funniest so. thing is all the tweets that are like, you just can't wait for JJ to be like, to be like, I want to be over there with the troops, or like the troops are the real heroes and shit, like all those tweets, because yeah. it's like such a fact, but still JJ is just so good at football. I just want him to be healthy, dog. And he got a sack, so you know what? His presence was felt. He had the big. He honestly had the biggest play of the game. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. What uh, anything else you can talk about for Wildcard Weekend? Um, it was great. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to the NFL, man. Continually, always is good. This has been the and best I'm, season it, in a while. I it, feel like and unpredictable. Oh. Well, I mean the rate the ratings reflected. They said that um this wild card weekend was the most viewed wild card weekend in four years. So you know, and uh, just look. Just, you said we're missing something big. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, you well. Oh, I feel like you want to talk about the Eagles game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's, I stopped I watching bad. once once went went down. Like I, I don't just blame stopped you. watching. My boy Josh I mean, McCown was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but still, it was, but the man, Josh McCown ain't no Nick Foles, dog. I I hate to say it. I really hate to say it. Like of all of all the teams that was here and in the playoffs. The, not not that the Seahawks are the weakest team, but they always play down. They should have played for yeah, as good as a game that, them. that for as good as a game that DK had, for as good of a game that that Russ had. Like for Carson going down, you would think that you would win by more than a one. It would be more than a one possession game. Yeah, I, and, I was, and, I, and yeah, for a fact, he was fine. He was fine in secondary, but I, I I say all that to say that, and I hate to say it, I really do. If Carson, Carson didn't get hurt. Here. They they probably would have won the game. <laughs> like you like you can just see it. Like uh for even Josh McCown, he had he was like 17 to 22, which is still pretty damn good. Like mm-hmm. for, for a backup coming into the game, you gotta think. If Carson was there, you gotta think he probably would have made more plays. He probably mm-hmm. would have put his team in a better position. Right, let me position. be devil's advocate for a second. Yeah, yeah, talk to me. Um I agree with you where it's like, yo, if Carson was there, they it would have been a lot sweatier at the end of the game. Than it yeah. was, but at the same time, um, do you think that they they maybe played down once they knew Carson was Carson was out? I was just it's thinking possible. that. I was just possible. Thinking that. That's no. that's my thing because it might be like one of those where it's like, yeah, they they played down to their competition because the Eagles aren't a good team. Um, but once they lost that firepower, they were like, all right, whatever, we can just coast and just get ready for the next week, and then they almost let it slip away, you know. Um, kind of like when the Packers almost blew that game against the Bears. Yeah, but I mean it, it's facts. I mean that's probably that's probably what could have happened. But at the end of the day, it's still the playoffs, man. Like you can't yeah. really, you know, that yeah, that's not a good sign. But then, it, but then again, this is like when the Seahawks are good, they're great. So it's like yeah. that, you know, you have it. This is just the second year in a row that if there wasn't a phenomenal young second year black quarterback, um, <laughs> that Russ would uh, have the MVP. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> You just gotta feel bad for the Eagles. I mean, yeah, I, just, I don't. I mean, obviously, you know, you're a Giants fan. I from a, from an yeah. from, from a Jets fan's perspective, I mean, that's that's tough. Like, especially you, you literally have you like Greg Ward. It was their number one wide receiver, Greg Ward, the quarterback that was torching Temple just a few years ago. You know, mm-hmm. tran, 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 transferred to you know, transformed to a wide receiver. You know, you got guys coming off as. Chris Collins would have said, guys coming off the bus, you know, <laughs> to catch passes. Yeah. I mean, uh, Zach Ertz is playing with two broken ribs. Uh, that team was banged up. Uh, I, I, just, I don't know. You just got to give the credit their fortitude. I mean, maybe that's that's what kept them in the game, you know, just that that grit, you know. And yeah. they, that, that, they are true played, underdogs. The defense played, like, well for, the, uh, for a point, you know. They did a good job. I feel like putting pressure on Russ from what I saw. They played hard. That's what was gritty. Like they they played hard. That's all you can but, ask. Did you guys think it was a a, a cheap shot? 
by Clowney or no? Bro, in the heat of the, you watching it real time, bro. It, it yeah, really real wasn't. Time, it's, it's in real time. I didn't. I didn't think anything of it until they showed the replay. Yeah. So I understand, like the refs. It always like, looks worse in slow motion, though. Yeah. Like, was it necessary? I don't think it was necessary because Carson was already going to the ground, and they, he was short, like what five yards on that play anyway. And but, court, as a quarterback, you 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 gotta dive. You're not dive, but you have to slide. You have to slide. You see Russell Wilson do it. You see Mahomes do it. You know, when you dive head first, that's what you put yourself at risk for. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get hit like how a running back or a receiver gets hit. And that's you You can't say that in the heat of the moment, Jadavion would um was was purposely trying to trying to target him. I, I don't believe that. You know, no. I think I, I, I don't I don't believe if this was a temple game. He would have got thrown out, though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably. That's a fact. I, I don't believe he was doing it intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I just don't see. I think they brought up one other time he like made a dirty play, but that was like a few years ago on the Texans. But I I, I haven't known him to be a dirty player. He's not a person. Yeah, he's not a he's not he's not a perfect. You know, right? So, yeah, perfect. Be trying to end niggas' careers and shit. So yeah, yeah like, he's really trying to catch a body. Like, did he need to lead with the shoulder again? I guess the crown. No, but at the end mm. of the day, mad guys do that anyway. You yeah. saw that in the uh, Saints Vikings game when you the you see it all the time that when someone dives yeah. head first, someone's trying to hit a pop all out on the way down. That's usually how it goes, right? Nah, exactly. It's like even you'll see um when someone goes on the ground or if they fall without contact, instead of just touching them, people will just go and try and punch it out right away. Yeah, that was uh, what do you? T.J. Watt did that on was that? Yeah, T.J. is the one on the Steelers, right? Yeah. On the uh, yeah, when we were playing, when the Jets were playing the Steelers, there were literally like three plays where he didn't even try and tackle Darnold. He was literally going to punch. Yeah, the he ball. was just punching. <laughs> he was just. I was like, oh my god! It's like someone get off of him. That's my quarterback. Um, <laughs> against the Ravens, he kept trying to do that to RG three, and there was one point where RG three hit him with a meanest spin move. I saw. Then- I saw that. Didn't RG three take offense to it on one of the? Because he the kept hitting him late. He kept hitting him late early, and they were looking at it, and they were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And then he got called for a rough in the passer later on. And he was hyped, and then after that, instead of hitting him, he just kept trying to punch it out. Um, but yeah, fuck the Steelers. Um, that's a fact. Hey, how come nobody uses their alternate jerseys in the in the playoffs? Well, that's really random. Yeah, I feel like sort of- the last team to do that was like the Giants. Some people might feel like it's smug. Or like arrogant. I don't know. You know the NFL is mad. The NFL yeah, is mad, mad, right? When it comes to shit, like you know. I'm not I feel like at this point, like the Ravens black seems more like the oh, regular man, uniform. The Ravens black jerseys are so tough. The, I thought I want I wanted the Eagles to come out in all black because I love their black uniforms. Uh, that's just me Justin. Being. I think you low key an Eagles fan, man. Like I, I think I think he's just. No, I, I have, I have black. sympathy. I think I have yeah, sympathy. That, that's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's green and black. He's like it flies. Black. It's green and black. Like, <laughs> It's it's me. It's been mediocre for it's most of it. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Everybody hates their fans. I mean, it's, yeah, we're we're brothers in arms, honestly. <laughs> uh, fans, but, fans um, hate us. Patriot fans hate us. We're just yeah, yeah. Mm. We're this. We're we're like brothers. Only we're it's like no. It's like the uh, the Spider Man meme. Oh yeah. <laughs> we both yeah, yeah, and we both got one championship. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, you know what? It is what it is. You're right. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, outside of like playoff news, um, the All Pro teams got announced after uh, after we recorded last episode. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the text. Oh, <laughs> oh, yo, like, hey, oh my Jamal god, Adam, <laughs> like, 
how many Freemans? I don't know. To be honest, Joe, to be honest, <laughs> dog, I didn't check. Nah, that's a fact. But honestly, I'm I'm really the most happy about um first off, I think it's mad head that like McCaffrey got all pro at two positions, but I mean it's like who else is gonna give he'll, a fuck? Yeah, he low key deserved it. Yeah, that's oh, but then the again, you team, team, Derrick Henry got Dalvin two. Cook, Dalvin Cook got two. Mm. Yeah, like I was looking at, I'm like, damn, like that's mad head. Like y'all couldn't give it to you couldn't give another flex like in the second, but we know what it is, what it is. I don't really, that ain't none of my business. Um, but yeah, yo, Tyron get one as safety as a defensive back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. He got one second team safety, first team defensive back. Okay. Yeah, there was mad Ravens though. Like I was like that was crazy. Five first guy. Yeah, that's 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 the. I mean, when you as good as the Ravens was this year, I mean, shit, y'all should have fucking the whole the whole team be fucking first team. The whole offensive line, line at least, shit. Yeah, nah, but that's tough. I'm I'm more honestly really the the two that I was really happy about was Minka Fitzpatrick because mm-hmm. he definitely deserved it. He was carrying yes. that that Steelers defense this year. Um, I was also happy about Jamal Adams. You know, yeah, yeah. I think it's Jamal, and um, I've been saying this since last year. For me, I was most happy about Marlon getting that shit. Marlon getting yeah. a first bid at that because, bro, he's people don't realize like he's really a problem. And the reason why Marcus Peters has been able to shine more, I feel like, is because Marcus Peters isn't guarding the best wide receiver all game. Most of the time, it's Marlon, so he's able to just get them picks and shit. But um, because they're not throwing his way, like they're not throwing uh Marlon's way at all. They're just gonna throw towards Peters most part, and then he's getting a chance to shine. But um. Yeah, no, nah, Jamal was big. Um, you know, JT needed a, some win. So I uh, shout out to him before he either leaves or gets traded. Was there anyone else? Uh, uh, shout, shout out to George Kittle. Bro. Yeah, you know what? Nah, I, 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 nah, George definitely deserved that joint. I just love Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. is, my, is my guy. Yeah, but, but Kelsey, the, yeah, no one thinks like, about Kelsey blocking. Like, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, he's just a tall George, wide receiver. George Kittle was definitely the best tight end this year. Yeah, I don't think it's even, you know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with Travis Kelsey too, and uh, his black girlfriend. They still but, together? Uh, I don't know, but you, you can you see him with a white woman? Because I can't. Absolutely, absolutely not. I mean, nah, he'd definitely be taking you know, our, sh- our shorties, man. Yeah, no, y'all be vexed. Right. Yeah, yeah, bro. But you know it is what it's it is. Are the are the are the top five tight ends in the league white? I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like there's no top tier black tight ends anymore. Probably like Jared Cook. That's probably about it. But he's probably as good as good as it gets. Like yeah, there hasn't been any top tier black tight ends uh, in a while. They're all old. What's Evan? Ben Evan, Watson's old. What's Evan Ingram? I know he's not top tier now, but I think he has potential to be. What is he? Uh, yeah, he's he's light skin. He he he's he light skin. He LS bro. Like you know what I'm saying, he's, <laughs> he's he's zero. He's zero from holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm dead trying to think. You got Kelsey. You got Kittle. Kyle Rudolph. Uh, who else? Uh, Mark Andrews. Mark, oh yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Uh, before he got hurt, my boy Ryan Griffin was killing it. Mark Andrews is oh, basically man. baby Kelsey, though. But not. I don't want to say baby because put some respect on that man's name. Oh, the dude uh, from the Seahawks that got hurt halfway through the year. Oh, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, was it wasn't Higby? Was it? I don't know. I remember he was balling out till he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we haven't had like a top tier black tight end in a while. Yeah, Damn. Uh, I, was, Graham? 
back when he was on the Saints. The Saints. That was the last oh. time he was good. Even when he was on the Seahawks, he wasn't even like he wasn't. He was, he was decent, but he wasn't like Luke great. Wilson. Luke Wilson. Oh, no, not Luke, no, 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 not Luke no. Wilson. There's a dude. There's, um, I forgot his name. All right, so so right now, Will Disley might have been. Yep. Disley. He's white. That's, that's his. That's his Disley. name. Will Disley. He's Whoever, on. He's on the IR right now. Yes, that's so. who it is. Then, yeah, yeah Dis- that, that's 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 who it was. Will Disley. He was balling for a little I don't, bit. I don't think his. I mean, he has four touchdowns, so that's good. And how many games? What maybe maybe eight, seven or eight maybe. I, I don't know. It's not showing. Uh, ESPN. Anyway, Damn. they showing all the ESPN highlights right now of like all the wild card standouts. It's like crazy watching all of this shit back. Because when you watching it, when you watching it live is one thing, but watching it back is like, yo, it's just it's really just as good. And they about to show the play where Deshaun almost got sacked by two people. That shit is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, oh, that shit was wild. Man. When I saw that, bro. That's that's just purely physics. If only yeah. one of them hit him, he would have gone down. Od, right? I'm looking at it. Boom! Oh yeah, <laughs> yo, physics. it's not literally as you said it. Yeah, that's what happens to you, strong man. But anyhow, yeah. um, I got I got one thing um about the the Seahawks. Um, yeah. I've been I really wanted DK on the Ravens like badly. Um, even after they got Hollywood and I saw he was still on the board, I was like, bro, go get him. Because then you're you're really building a young core, and he's just a physical freak. So you already know he should be able to block with that size anyway. You just start bullying corners, like he's a deep threat, super physical, jump ball, all that good stuff. So he's for everything you'd want for Lamar. Um, as much as I still would want him on the Ravens, because like, and this was I was saying this before, uh, Lamar's arm is completely proven. To it's like I'm glad that he's on the Seahawks because before it's like Tyler Lockett was always good. But like I feel before this year, people didn't realize how good he was and no one really thought he was this good. But um they're like, yeah, he's a solid receiver. And I feel like we've even said it here. We're like, oh, he's that's probably the best receiver that uh uh Russ has had. But then, you know, DK with the potential and the way he's been coming on at the end of the season, like it just makes me happy because now like when, when he's playing with Russ, you know what I mean? Like Russ is gonna get him the ball. I I'm I'm happy for him, and it's like I don't know, man. It's it's exciting to see players like that again, like outstanding physical Marvel who's putting everything else together. Like, could be, could be. I'm not going to say great, but it's definitely going to be one of the looking to be one of the top receivers of uh, this next generation, which is dope. Shout out to DK. We love to see that. We we love to see it, man. We love to see it. Real quick, one question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to the all pro thing. Remember back during uh, the trade deadline. When the Jets were supposedly fielding calls for Jamal Adams, and he came out with that statement, it was like, "Oh, the Rams aren't fielding calls for uh, Aaron Donald. Patriots aren't fielding calls for Tom Brady." Yep, mm-hmm. he's in that now, category. Now that he's all pro, is there anything else? What else does he have to do? Because I think right now he's he's top two safeties, if not the best. That is in my opinion, probably biased. But what else does he have to do to sub? No, nah, no bias. Bro. He dead as is. As a what does he have to do? Like he has to leave the Jets and go to a better organization that would understand it. I mean, sir, watch him out. All right, the no, Jets no, no, are no, a good no, organization. It's not even about the organization. I feel like because you can be a great player on a bad organization. Joe Thomas is a Hall of Famer and was on the Browns for how long? Oh, I know, but the Browns respected yeah. him. That's what I'm saying. I think. I think yeah. this. So the Jets are trash because they don't respect him. Man, look. I think if he was on, argue almost. I would say maybe 
any other team barring like the Redskins, it wouldn't it wouldn't be an issue. But in, in, in the Jets defense, right, before you make all pro, we all knew he had all pro talent, but you have to get to that level first. You have to be recognized for it. I can understand where they're coming from with it. But at the same time, now that he's gotten that all pro status, what does he have to do anything else to cement himself as a non-tradable asset like a no Aaron Donald? Because, I mean, what was it? I don't um, think he ever won Defensive Player of the Year. It's about to be a corner this year. About to be Gilmore, but what's it called? Um, <laughs> nah, I mean, what? You, Listen, you, okay, but who? No, he, who, he, who, he who did a great season. He had a great season. Oh, come on, come on, yo. Don't he do this. Yeah, and he's still going he gonna to win Depoy, bro. Like, he was he the only best defensive player, bro. The only reason why that was my reaction is because we just spoke about how the Patriots defense wasn't as good as people made it seem because they ain't playing nobody. Yeah, but Stephon Gilmore was great all season. We can't deny that. Wait, like, wait, time out. I have a question. Did Revis ever win a, a? I should know this, but I don't think he ever. Actually, I think he he didn't. Right? Yeah, but he was playing in a in a in a situation when JJ Watt was in his prime and he was winning shit every year. So, but what what about what about Bosa? I wasn't isn't Bosa a candidate? Yeah, Bosa's Bosa. Yeah, both the 49ers of the Bosa's are uh, better. I mean, in the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. They, I mean, they've played better teams. Granted, their defense got smoked against some of these better teams, but at the same time, you could look at the first half of the season for um Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa is is 49ers. You look at the first half of the season for them and say, yo, they was really he was really nice. Then look at the second half and be like, oh wow, he really regressed. Which isn't a knock on the 49ers defense because they played better competition in the second half of their season. But I mean, that's a fact. Their defense, like there were Compared to how they were doing in the first half of the season, after they played the Seahawks that first game, they started playing good teams, and then they started getting fried, which is okay because they're playing good teams. But at the same time, it's like, yo, think about the receivers that Stephon Gilmore was going against this, this season. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. And he really, Listen, this might – I don't know how hot of a take this would be. Oh, my God. We about to hear some bullshit. Bro. Nah, I really don't. I don't, I don't, I'm getting I don't the think oven, I'm I don't, getting the oven mitts ready. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I don't know what you guys' reaction is going to be, but I don't think it's that hot. I don't really think it's a hot take at all. But um, if I had to give it to like a DB like that, I'm giving it to Minka over Gilmore. And that's that's not as hot of a take as you think. Yeah, you, you can say that the Steelers played in a that the Steelers had a really great defense, and yeah. after and after the Fitzpatrick trade, they was like really good. Like the the Steelers defense got immensely better I, the second that he got there. He have like a streak of like three or four games where he was getting a turnover, either interception he or was, fumble. Bro, he was doing it all. Like I, I think he did more than like and that not like I said. I think Gilmore, top corner. You know what I mean? Amazing season, but like, I don't know. I just feel who like did, who did Gilmore shut down this year? Who did they play? There's no. Cooper. There's no Amari. There's no, Amari Cooper. Amari. Cowboys not good. Oh, come on, yo. See, I hate uh, when y'all see, do that. No, like, no, 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 no. I was going to give you that. No, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm just saying it to get you. Amari's a top 10. Amari's a top 10. Amari's a good, yeah, I know. Amari's, yeah, Amari's a I great receiver. I think he kept D-Hop to under 100. That I'm cool with. The only person, the only time I seen Gilmore get fried all season was when he went against uh, Devontae Parker at the end of the the regular season, which is like, eh, Devontae Parker kind of is is kind of good. They said he it kind of found himself. Game. 
that's what the Patriots said. Patriots said they they were treating that like a playoff game. So I mean, facts. I let's mean, see, let's see. I'm What's looking at their schedule. Right right now? I'm looking at the Patriots schedule right now. <laughs> who did they? Who good? What good team did they? Pittsburgh, no. Miami, no. Jets, no. Buffalo, was Tyree no. Kill there against the Chiefs. Say what? Yes, he was. All right, but didn't Tyree Kill have mad yards that game? I don't remember. Oh, there. All right, what did he do? All right, Cleveland might be all right because he's either guarding. OBJ, Odell, yeah, Landry. <laughs> Come on, yo, you making mad excuses against it? Like, I'm yo, wrong? I'm fighting it. You're I'm wrong. You're, Am you're I wrong? Fighting it. You're fighting I'm, it, bro. I'm saying I'm taking Minka over. All right, and that's not like I, I'm not saying that's a bad like that's not a bad thing. But you like discrediting Gilmore OD. Like, corner is literally the hardest position to play on the field. That's bias aside, but yeah, it's it's not easy, bro. That's why there's a different like best corner every single year versus like quarterback or versus receiver at that argument is a little bit more substantiated corner is like you know what i'm saying after a while people figure you out i think I i'm is, making a ISR, corner is definitely definitely landry had 65 and, and it's like yo andrew lee the leader league of interceptions as a corner bro that's not easy that means that people are not only throwing you in direction but you also in addition to clamping you making catches uh, Hold on, hold on. You can't use that argument. And I'm going to tell why? you why. Tremaine Johnson. That is why you can't use that argument. Because Tremaine Johnson Marcus had, eight, has the most interceptions Tremaine Johnson had eight interceptions the year before the Jets signed him and has been god-awful since coming here. And he's been playing man. It's not even like we're putting him in a system. It's literally, Tremaine, go lock up this guy. Tremaine can't because he's good. Yeah, but if you... But if you but if you peek off, that's on that's really on you. That's not to say that yo getting eight interceptions is a fluke. That's definitely not fluky. But I mean, there's there's between ball hawks and covered co- coverage corners. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I, would I say think, that uh, I think everybody that everybody 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 that's seen Gilmore play this year, you can agree that he's a cover corner. Oh, he's yeah, on everybody. No, I, no absolutely, yeah. he's definitely a cover corner. You know, I I gained I put a lot of put a lot of respect on him. Uh, in that Jaguars game two years ago when he made the play uh was on that fourth down. Cause if right. they complete that pass, they're they're going to they're gonna win the game. Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard for me to give props to uh you know a Patriot. I will give props to Gilmore. Uh I th- like I said, I think he's a good corner, but I don't think he should get defensive players. In either. the upper echelons, I want to see this again next year because I think I, I just don't want it to be the same as like a and I don't think it will be, but like same as like a Josh Norman or a Jay. To be honest, Jalen Ramsey kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, I mean, but that, but like I said, like I said though, the the best cornerback in the league it changes every single year. It's not as consistent as you know position players or um, even defensive tackles, defensive ends. It's not like a, it's not as consistent as that. You know what I'm saying, think about every year since 2016. It's been a bet. It's been a best corner or a different best corner every single year. Think about Casey Hayward on the Chargers. Like, think about not saying that he fell off. He also was hurt for a little bit, but how good he was last year to the drop off that happened this year. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm saying. It's think, think about Xavier Rose in 2016 to Xavier Rose now. I was yeah. just thinking that, yo, yeah, yeah. yeah. his roads closed. Yo, niggas that's, on that's Twitter were saying roads. Like, <laughs> I, I literally remember the game where he had Odell on lock, and it was just like, yo, why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It, it it happens, bro. It's 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 a one of the toughest positions to play. But um, also shout out my son Tre'Davious White. 
on the Bills. My son was clamping all year. Fact, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a problem. All I'm saying yeah. is uh, the Steelers play better teams. <sighs> Steelers play better teams. Yeah, Steelers can't you gotta be. Play how much you the Steelers? Well, and they're not they're not about to and I feel like they're not gonna give depoy to somebody that ain't make the ain't make the playoffs. Well, I mean, I don't know. Then again, they might because they, they're probably gonna give offensive player the year to McCaffrey. So, you know, that doesn't really like weigh into it, I guess. Yep. They they pick and choose how they want to apply these 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 awards. But uh, the last thing is football is. related is a uh, head coach. Yeah. Um uh, I wanted to say the only thing I want to say is um I thought it was funny that I saw a tweet today after uh the Cowboys announced that uh, they signed Mike McCarthy. That someone tweeted that was like, "Isn't it crazy that you're replacing the guy? Um, you're replacing the guy that wasted Tony Romo's best years, the guy that raced, that wasted Aaron Rodgers' best years." I was like, "Wow, tell me how you really feel." <laughs> Can't take it that far. I mean, you won the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying you're the tweet. I just thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah, no, nah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> but I'm just uh, saying, like, the Super Bowl came almost a decade ago. That's the only knock. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's only knock, but I mean, you know, also, the fact that you won one. Put more into developing a defense for that man and an offensive line for that man. Mm. Yeah. It's just weird, though. I feel like, all right, is it is it just me or are people just trying to – and don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't care about the Cowboys at all, right? But doesn't it kind of feel like people are going to criticize whoever they hired? Because I feel like last year or this year, the criticism on the Jets was, why didn't you get McCarthy, right? And then I'm assuming if the Giants were to have hired McCarthy, it would have been, oh, good hire. But now because the Cowboys did it, it's a, uh, whoa, whoa, easy there, buddy. You know, this, ain't, this maybe ain't such a great hire. I think that's part of it because I think last week we said how Mike McCarthy wouldn't be that bad of a hire um, for the Giants. I don't think it's that bad of a hire either for the Cowboys. It's just because it's the Cowboys. And also, um, who would like – I don't know who the Cowboys are supposed to get. Who else is out there? I mean, if you're not, if you weren't a coach this year, obviously. If you're not Matt Rule, who else is out there? That's how I feel. Because people want, no, you know what it is? Because people always want the, oh. the coach from, from college. So they want the Lincoln Rileys. And I'm like, yo, like, it you just know who I saw it. doesn't work like that. I thought they would have waited for Greg Roman, to be honest. Because mm. Lamar said it too. He was like, that's cool if y'all want to talk to Greg, but don't talk to him till after the Super Bowl because we got shit to focus on. Yeah, facts. But I mean, sometimes sometimes you gotta jump on on what like even that that isn't a guarantee. Yeah, but uh, I'm I don't know. I don't I didn't see the Giants signing McCarthy right away. Just the Cowboys really want to make him like their guy, and I feel like he would have been the type to I don't know Cowboys were like, all right, we'll let you know. <laughs> like I don't know. I thought I because both um. The Ravens might lose both coordinators after the season. So, Very so possible. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's it's what like happens when you're good, man. Yeah, they really might use. I mean, dude, after we won the Super Bowl, we lost Kubiak. But I think uh, I think we might lose both. But Wink also seems like the type to never want to be a head coach. But he's not stupid. Wait, was yeah, he's, talk- he's, he's talking to the Giants, too, for real. So, yeah. I don't know. It was Kubiak. You're a coordinator right after he got fired from the Texans. Yup. Yep. Yep. And then got a job right after that. That's all sometimes that's all it takes. Like it I like mean, if Pat Shermer, after that playoff run, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if like if Pat Shermer go to another team and is the offensive coordinator and is successful, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being a head coach again. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's like 
Some people are just meant to be coordinators, and they got to just be all right with that. Yeah. Wade Phillips, Romeo Cornell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, yo, I was just about to say Romeo Cornell, bro. You're like, yeah, you read my mind. That's more so the one I was thinking about, more so than Wade Phillips, because he just got fired. But um, I was thinking, I was thinking, uh, the Ryan brothers more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Rex Ryan and his brother, uh, uh, Rob Ryan. Yo, the Rob Ryan on the Saints as DC. Yeah. Was, oh my God, those defenses were lit. Imagine having Greg Williams and uh, Rob Ryan for like five straight years. It'd be crazy. Defense wins championships, man. Except if you're the Patriots. <laughs> but um, Derrick Henry comes and ruins your day. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Averaging like eight yards a carry. Grown Shit. man, I ain't tackling him either. <laughs> Bro, he's the size. To, he was not even. He's probably bigger now. He was the size of Von Miller when he got drafted. Yep. Bruh. Yep. Yep. But um, yeah. Wild Card Weekend was lit, y'all. Can't wait for the divisional round. And shout out to um, you know, Mike McCarthy for getting hired by Dallas. They might be good now. And that's scary as a Giants fan to think, but you know what? I'm just gonna try and not think not to think about good with the mid quarterback. I I I mean, I guess we'll find out how mid he's gonna be with a with an elite head coach. Cause that's probably gonna be next argument. Oh, he has Mike McCarthy of a coach. That's why nah, he is throwing I, for five thousand yards. I promise and, you. Know you. What I'm saying? I pro- I I can't speak for anyone else, but I promise you, if Dak Shows that he's more than mid. Shows that he will win you a game. I will never say it's on Mike McCarthy. That's got to show me he's, he'll win the game, though. Yeah, I mean that's a fact. That's a fact. That's hey, all think about the coaches in the NFC East now. Yeah, yeah, bro. I don't. I, come Arch, on, yo. Rivera. Yo, did you hear how Rivera got rid of the ping pong tables? What? <laughs> did you hear about that? No. no. At the practice facility, they had um, they had like a floor that had ping pong tables and like shuffleboard or whatever. And like his first day, he got rid of that shit. Wow! It's like we're here I to mean, work. I mean, hey, all the players that he coached in, at the Panthers, past and present, they all said he's like one of the best. So if it I works, mean, it works. We need someone like that to be honest. See what happens. Dwayne Haskins in the shape. It's possible, man. But um. Yeah, I think that's basically all we got for NFL right now, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll move on to uh, basketball. Yeah. I'd love to see it. First off, recipe is my son, David Stern. Big facts. I mean, big facts. yeah, er, er, everybody probably still salty about the Chris Paul trade not going through, but. It was for the betterment of the league. Yeah, what? it was. He tried it, to. He tried. Yo, David Stern literally tried to prevent what. He tried to prevent the inevitable, what happened with the super team shit. Yeah. So, yeah, also, man. Really, he did it as in like an emergency because they didn't have a. I think that they didn't have an owner, or something like that. They didn't have a controlling interest at the time of the trade. So yeah. it was like, so it was like they were basically running rogue as a, as a franchise. Mm-hmm. As a franchise. Like, all right, all right, let's hold down. Oh, the the Hornets, right? The Hornets, yeah. Yeah. Because this was after Katrina. He also was was big in keeping the Hornets like in the league. Like in New, uh, yeah. in New Orleans, uh, but yeah, this was like after maybe like a year or two after Katrina, or two or three years after Katrina, and yeah, <laughs> everybody oh. was like, "No, David yep. just wanted to happen." It was like, "No, there's other Listen, reasons." The NFL yeah. is on the uh, the best they can to keep the New Orleans team relevant because everyone loves New Orleans and it's arguably the best All Star destination. Um, yeah, but you know, uh, shout out to the draft being rigged. Um, this past year, 
But rigged. Yeah, just a little year? bit, man. Just a little bit. Hell man. yeah. How is it? Just a little bit. Because uh, because the Knicks didn't get the first round pick. I mean, oh, the first overall geez. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, the Pelicans yeah. shouldn't have jumped that far ahead. And also, um, the Pelicans losing AD, and it's like the two two small market teams who lost big name players. Like they got to keep them relevant somehow. Yep. Um. So they don't deserve to be relevant. Yeah. Not they really. Des- they didn't deserve to have the number one pick and the number two pick. About to say for being well, maybe the Grizzlies number two. I'm not mad, but, at. but you know what? It's chill. It's chill. Pelicans, it's chill, Pelicans jump seven it, spots, bro. Yeah, that's like, that's that's deep. But at the same time, it's like it, it discourages teams from taking now because now it's like there might not even be a a, a benefit. Take. Shout out to the Sixers, man, for fucking you know being on top of that shit before, <laughs> that before it was too late. Right? Yo, they exactly. found it out before it got patched. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I like I like when some the stars go to small work because that's like the, with Milwaukee. No, but yeah, but, yeah, but Giannis wasn't a high draft pick. Yes. No, I get that, but you need like not. that star power. It, like the economy is definitely I, better. I agree with you that small small market teams do need high draft picks, but timing wise, for them to get Zion, timing wise, couldn't uh, couldn't get like Lamelo or something this year. Yeah, a little coincidental. Yeah, they just basically just stick stay in mediocrity. Um, I mean, well, they were mediocre last year. I mean, that you stay in mediocrity versus staying in suckness. Like, damn, the Knicks have sucked for. But they were a year removed from from second round uh, playoff appearance. Yeah, and then they would have sucked for what? Maybe two years. So you're you're removed from a second round playoff appearance, and then you jump seven spots in the draft. Come on. Yeah, I don't know if I'm feeling that. Yeah, that's a reach. so I, I gotta stop to with John this. Do we have to give the number one picks to the big markets. No, it's not no, it, bro. It, it's, it, not it's just about a fact. That. It, it, it's just it, that it's one about year. Giving it's it just to the that teams. one year. Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, taking the, the, the NFL, bro. At least, at least taking in the NFL isn't to that degree. Even the Dolphins started winning at the end of the season. Yeah, that's a fact. Shout out my man Brian Flores. We've been doing a lot of shout outs tonight, but yeah, real life, man. Brian Flores, man. Brian Flores. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's that's black excellence. You know, I got a roof for my black black hair coaches, baby. Come on now. Okay. Um. Uh. As so, I've uh as I kind of mentioned before with uh with work being super hectic recently. Um, I have not been able to pay too much attention to basketball as much yeah. as I'd like. I've basically just been checking highlights and scores of the maps. Like you know, know me. I try and watch all the maps games. But um, yeah, I haven't even been able to do much of that. But uh, shout out to Luka Doncic being a really bad man, and yeah, uh, we we started to, to we talked about it at the beginning of the podcast a bit. But um, if he's if the Mavs finish top four, he should be a legitimate MVP candidate, not just someone who's in the conversation. Mavs finish top four in the West, like there's a good argument that he should win it because the man's almost averaging a thirty point triple double. The team is balling. Like, come on. He's just... I think he already is. It's Averaging like, a 30-point triple-double? No, yeah, I'm it's saying like if you round up. If you round up, yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, but, who else is there? Who can you really put over him except for Giannis and Harden? I mean, yeah, that's probably about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't declaratively say anybody. I mean, you say argue LeBron, but the LeBron argument is always... Is always a, yeah, I mean, Giannis... It's probably the only other person that I'll put above him. I mean, Harden. Yeah, I know my feelings on Harden already. I I think that James Harden is is an MVP every year because without him, this team would be terrible. But it's it, same thing with Luca. Is is the Harden argument kind of like what I mentioned to John uh, before the show? Mm-hmm. Um, 
if the the teams only go as far as they take them. Yeah, but you and can I'm, make that argument with Giannis in that situation too. Yeah, you can make that argument, but the drop off wouldn't be as drastic. Yeah, you they're take, a better team overall. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying is that they're they're still they're still a well they're still a well balanced team. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's like you take hard enough, and I'm not talking about this year with Russell Westbrook being there. But you take hard enough the Rockets the past like two three seasons. Uh, all right, but I don't, I, I don't know. I'll say this: I'll they're say an eight seeded playoffs how much above chris steps porzingis is chris middleton with the supporting cast that the maps have i mean shit they paid him they they paid him to be and so, i mean no, he so was an all-star question. middleton's proven i i would say i would say that Mid, that middleton even though of he's course, not known for being an a shot and then hasn't played in a year and a half yeah that, and that's and that's so. honest that's honest that's understandable but like just, i know what i'm gonna get with middleton i mean there's there's times yeah. i think agree john this year that porzingis has not looked like the unicorn but at least i know with middleton i'll get a consistent 16 17 18 from him a night but if if middleton becomes the first option are you um i mean we really That's gotta see but i don't think, they, I don't think middleton, they're how much like how much does middleton create yeah he he's not yeah i, not I agree with that on that I he's not no. he's not a, he's not a great right. shot creator but we've seen porzingis as a number one option on the knicks and we've seen what 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 that is so I think Chris Middleton yeah, being in a better situation. Teams. Yo, yes. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with that. But you saying you take the you take Giannis off of the Bucks right now, yeah, and you just leave it as it is. They're still they're still an above 500 team. They might be 42 and 40. They're still an above 500 team. I feel. Okay. I honestly feel like with the way the Mavs are set up, with the coaching of the Mavs, I think that with just Porzingis, they would like. I, obviously, it's type of this like, but it's like I feel like I feel like they would be kind of the same as the Bucks without Giannis. Mm. I just think of it like how, because uh, it's Mike Budenholzer, and we've seen Mike Budenholzer take a team to what sixty plus games with no superstar, right? With the Hawks team, yeah. so I kind of yeah. think of it in the same also way. That East was whack, but yeah. But if, if Giannis were to leave, right? I don't think it would be uh, like yeah. all right, Chris Middleton didn't go out and do stuff. It would still be, have Bron though, but yeah. It would be mm-hmm. Mike Budenholzer. All right, now I have these pieces. I'm gonna work my offense around it because on that Hawks team, was there really any shot creator? Like, yo, go get me a bucket. Like right now, off an isolation, you had Horford, you had Kyle Korver, you had uh, Paul Millsap, and who am I forgetting? Yeah, I guess the only one who could get. No, oh, Joe Johnson. Oh, Jeff T. Uh, Jeff T. Jeff T. Guess the only one who get a bucket was Paul Sorry. Millsap. It was Paul Millsap? Yeah. But even then, it's. It's not like I'm going like I'm, it's not like I'm really like they didn't oh, they didn't have a clear number one they didn't yeah. they, they didn't they no clear number one so I think that's the, and they were successful so I think that's the same with this Bucks team you have Broke Lopez Robin Lopez Chris Middleton Eric Bledsoe Connaughton you have a nice collection of, of of players who are very talented so I think you can be successful without having stars kind of you're kind of seeing that with the the Pacers too without Oladipo. Yo, all I'm saying is Giannis is only averaging. Point three more points, three more rebounds. Averaging, yeah, more. but but then it, but but right. think about it like this: is that Harden has? I'm not Harden. Giannis has like eight more wins, or like or like eight less losses, something like that. Thing at 31 and five, like the the Mavs are what like ten games over five. Yeah, but Luca got hurt. Remember? Oh yeah, that's facts. That's facts. That's facts. For what two weeks, right? Two, yeah. two and a half. Something like that. It wasn't. It wasn't a long time he was hurt, but he was out for a little. I mean, to significant to like this point in the season when they played the East. 
Yeah. Let's see. When you guys went on your road trip? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. To be honest, I think that as of now, Giannis would by default be my, my midseason MVP, considering that, you know, it's basically midseason yeah, now. Yeah, the are really good. So... <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Um, I think I'm only going to make. I'm I'm only going to go super hard for Luca if they're if they're a top four seed in the uh the West. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. I mean, we've seen Russell Wilson. I'm mean, Russell Wilson. I always do this. Russell Westbrook win as a six win MVP as a six seed, you know, but and he yeah. averaged a triple double. So you can make the same argument for for Luca if he averaged a thirty point triple double and they're the six seven seed. Why can't he be the MVP? Based yeah. on league precedent, just best based on precedent. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, it's funny. You know? I'm I'm, I'm yeah. looking up James Harden stats right now, and this is like the only time you see someone whose stat is a whole number. He's averaging Wait. exactly six rebounds a game. I like that. I like when stats are whole numbers. Yeah, Very that never rude. happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like oh, thirty-eight point four six, seven point six. Only get that after the first game of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the fact that he's averaging more points than he was last season with Russell with Russell Westbrook on his team is just yeah. I, I, I can't even. Russell Westbrook's averaging like nothing. Yeah, I'm surprised the backboards don't collapse every time after every game. I'm just you would think, and and, and <laughs> like just go just twenty four dog. Russell's averaging twenty four and eight. Dog, it's like there. Like, Russell Westbrook is such a great athlete and stuff. But I watched the Nets against the Rockets, right? And that's lost, which I knew they were going to, right? But mm. Westbrook started the game off shooting five of six, right, on jump shots. And I'm like, all right, this isn't going to last. And what happened? He dead missed his next nine shots. Like yeah. that hide you get with, with Westbrook. So that's exactly why Harden had oh my God. that. Like is he Russell had- Westbrook, is Jameis Winston the Russell Westbrook? Is nah, there- I wouldn't say that. I, I give, I give, uh, I give uh, Russell, Russell a little bit more credit. I do too, but think about Russell at this point, considering to Jameis is what only five years in, uh, something like that. Yeah, and Russell is been in the league since two thousand and eight. Yeah, he's been a little like Russell's turnover percentage or turnover rate this year. Oh, the 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 MVP year. Still had to have been pretty high. Because then we could really make that argument with Jameis. Because I'm just saying, Jameis puts up. What year was the uh, what year was MVP year? That was 2016. Yeah. The Jameis puts up MVP numbers. It's just the turnovers kill him. I'm about to say, about to say cause you think 5,000 with 32. I mean, I don't know, man. You cut those turnovers in half. They might have made the playoffs. You can make that argument. They finished what didn't they finish the season eight and eight or seven uh, and nine? Se- seven and nine. Seven oh, and nine. Man. And if OJ Howard could catch a pass every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, that too. And I mean, then you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin that got hurt at the end of the season. Oh. And then they also don't have a running game. I mean, it's, it's a lot of factors that go in with Jameis, but I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as saying that he's Russ because Russ is like, I, he's at least been in the playoffs. And I mean, that's, you know, basketball is less of a team sport than football. So, I mean, that's more dependent on just Russ himself. But I don't know. It might be a fair comparison. If, I mean, like you said, the um turnover rate and that aspect of it. So. I'm trying to find, but anyways, just going on. Speaking of speaking of the Rockets, um, it's funny because yo, weeks ago we were really saying that they didn't beat any good teams, and then here they are. They beat the Clippers and they beat the Sixers, and it's like yeah. now they're the, now they're the three seed in the West, and we that that's a team we really don't know. The, we don't know what we're gonna get out of them because they they beat the Sixers, but then lost to the Warriors. So it's like, uh, 
I want to have hope, hope in my boy Harden, but it, it, it makes it difficult. And then the Sixers are kind of just like losing games now. But they won tonight, which is a which is a very promising sign. You, wait, Thomas, did y'all see Embiid's finger? Yes. Oh man, that shit was bad, bro. Of course. Remember that I never one? seen. Remember the kid Jordan on our team? Not not old, but the other Jordan, the other white kid Jordan. Yeah, oh, the yeah, one we don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> he but he his finger got busted up at Pierce McGonagall, literally just like that. I have a picture on my phone. So um, I I don't. I'm trying to find his assist to turnover ratio, and I can't. But I don't know. Oh, can you just find like his turnovers? Per I game. found his turnover, yeah. So he averaged, it's pretty consistent, but he averaged 5.4 turnovers per game. So actually the highest of his career. <laughs> okay. That year. I think now, I, I think. Mean, come on. Five turnovers. Uh, I don't know if I like the comparison, man. It's not good. You the the be- difference is basketball turnovers are different. Um, Who was it? I forgot a... Uh, when I was I was actually watching a Mavs game and they were um talking about uh it was someone talking about one of the coaches was talking about turnovers and it was like or like an announcer or some shit was just talking about it. And he's just like uh someone was like if if you're like if the person primarily handling the ball isn't making like doesn't have some turnovers and they're not trying to make plays. And I get that to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're not like I expect people who that's why it's so impressive when someone who's constantly has a ball doesn't have a lot of turnovers. Just because, you know, it's like when just straight up percentages. Like if you have the ball almost every possession, you should have the most turnovers on your team. You got to risk it to win the biscuit family. Yeah. That's what Jameis does. He just does it every play, which is like not smart, but you know what? <laughs> which is like not smart. It, I mean, it's definitely not smart. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know. But um, yeah, man. Basketball season, it's in full effect now. I mean, now it's, it's gonna be very weird once NFL season ends, and it's just it's just basketball for a little bit. Cause I don't know, I'm always one of those people that I don't think basketball personally across the league gets gets interesting until playoffs. But I watch year, I, of course, I watch year round. But mm-hmm. a lot of it is just like you know, implications for now. Um, and yeah, man, everything is kind of lit. I love the I NBA love too. Basketball. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love the NBA. I can't wait for. I can't wait for playoff to start. It's crazy to think that now the season is halfway done. So yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, punting. I remember I, when, one thing we we talked about in a, in a. I didn't hear what you said, Justin, but I'm gonna just disregard you. Um, <laughs> um I, I think one of the things that we were we were talking about for um, in our in our preview was you talking about a more, most improved player. And I don't know if who y'all picked. I, I just know personally who I picked, but I, I picked Trey Young. And to be honest, I don't think he's going to win the award because I think there's been other people so far that have been like that. I, I would say have I feel like he's have, finished off the year too strong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if he's averaged like 14 last year yeah. and then did what he's doing now, then you can make the argument, which would be nice. I think but, it's uh, yeah, Dinwiddie. I, I was about to say. I, I was about to say, bro. Yeah, Dinwiddie is probably like, and I think just that was Justin's pick, if I'm not mistaken. Am uh, I, am, am uh, I no, mistaken? Bob, I think you picked Karis. Karis? No, nah, I didn't pick Karis. Me? Wait, did he pick Karis? I, no, I think he did. Because I think no, he I got did. upset about it. Um, one nah, picked bro. Him and the other one got upset about it. Nah, no, 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 no. I know. I know. I picked Trey Young for a fact. Okay, so I'll, then yeah. 
might have been it might have been me but so then, yeah jt picaris picked the wrong net yeah well then we yeah then then we need to make the argument for um also homie homie on the thunder too um shy yeah bro also He's dude tough. on the on the hornets Devonte graham i was i would talk Devonte graham ain't no yeah he he might get it he was those are he was averaging four points last year four yeah that's what I'm saying. It's like the 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 turnover is just like when you go from averaging four to averaging like double double digits. It's like people can't help but notice that. And there's gonna be other awards for for Trey Young, and he'll probably be an All Star, and he'll you know, yo, he was number one in guards for the East. Yeah, so I, I mean, I voted for him. Yeah, no, I just like the All Star. I'm about to say, yeah, bro, him and Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra said it best. Just because he's not putting up stats doesn't mean he's not a star, bro. You need to put some respect on Jimmy's name. He doesn't need to put up big numbers to to help that Miami team win. Just people don't know don't know basketball are gonna say shit like that. Yeah, man, I love me some Jimmy. Me too, bro. He's a great leader, regardless of what anybody oh, gotta absolutely. say. Fuck Timberwolves. I used to be a Timberwolves fan too. Crazy. <laughs> John just love all the random teams. Big I facts. think I think John picks the, the teams that have the nicest colorways. That's why I'm rock. That's why I'm rocking <laughs> with. Because the Ravens purple is lit. The Mavericks like silver and blue is is tight fire. And the the Timberwolves, the old jerseys. Oh, the old bro, these be heat. Oh, yeah. I think I still have my Marbury fucking uh T Wolves jersey from way back in the day. I gotta find it. That's tough. But yeah, go back. Let's see. Devontae Graham is averaging 19 points a game. Yeah, yeah. 15, seven assists. 15 point increase from last year. Yeah, something That's crazy like what, uh, that. Yo, Pascal did last year. What about um, what about Fred? Yeet. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's I'm a about to say Van Vliet is another dude. I feel like he he. I mean, the, I I think especially because the Raptors are so good. Because he's you know that, that wow, he's averaging eighteen even and also seven even assists. Yeah, that's pretty impressive considering like 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 how he was prior to the the playoffs last season. Prior to his like, child being born. And he had yeah. a baby and forgot how to act. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And the Raptors are actually like pretty good right now. That's the only thing that I feel like is working against Trey and Devontae Graham. And um They're on bad teams. Yeah. But being on a good team and like having your numbers increase that drastically, hmm. Maybe Fred. We love to see it though, because my man's he putting on for the light skin niggas, man. I mean, I ain't really light skin. Fred's averaging yeah. eleven points last year. Yeah. I have seven points is a lot, bro. Yeah, especially when your best player is not not uh here in Pascal. Yeah, Pascal has even well, been playing. You know, shout out shout out the Raptors. Honestly, I'll take a mulligan on that. And yo, Nick Nurse, shout I, out I to admit, Nick Nurse. I was dead wrong about the Raptors this year. I thought they were gonna be a fringe seven eight dog. I was wrong, yep. bro. That's a good. That's a quality organization right there. Yeah, shout out to Masai and shout out to Nick Nurse. And Pascal and fucking my feet, man. They're they're doing great, man. But um, also, so apparently last year, Devontae Graham was he a two way player last year? Like oh, I don't understand. give him the award now. If he was a two way, I no, I don't, I don't know because he only played in forty six games last year. He may have been and hurt, he averaged fourteen point seven minutes per game, and it was four point seven points, two point six assists. So that's up to 19 points, 7.9 assists, but also he's now averaging 35 minutes a game. That's tough. 
He's a bucket. Oh my god, that man is a bucket. Yo, when he when they when they beat the Nets at Barclays, yo, he went on the stretch in the fourth where every shot he put up, I was like, oh, that's going in. And then his game winner from the top, I was like, as soon as he pulled up, I was like, oh no, and he hit it. Yeah. He's like, I'm built like that. And I'm like, yes, you are, sir. Yeah, but the same thing is like Dinwiddie is only averaging two more minutes a game, and he's he's jumped six six points. Yeah, he's jumped six points. Because nobody else can do anything on this team. This team is oh, garbage. I know. I, team, I, know. I don't like it. Yeah, Levert, Levert, Levert just came back, though. I mean, we're not seeing Kyrie till next season, but, you know, no. yeah, I take the small victories when we can. Bro, on flagrant, it hurts. Kaz was like, he he met, Ka- like, he, he was talking to Kyrie, and he was just like, the way people were acting, like, people were like, oh, don't question him too much about the injury and shit like that, man. He was like, it might be bad, dog. I hope not. I love watching Kyrie play. So me too. Maybe, maybe at least he comes back for playoffs. But at least JT got to watch Luca play. You know, uh, and I get to watch him again at the Barclays later this year. We Yo, both. When's, yeah, when's that game? Sometime in March. I yeah, we, we're going to that. Yeah, uh, well, what do you call? It? I mean, it just sucks. He's probably going to get the cortisone shot, and he'll probably get surgery at the end of the year. Uh, Honestly, I mean, I knew this year was the playoffs right now. Man, listen, yeah. As, yeah, they are. They're like the seventh seed. And I knew this year wasn't going to be a championship year. I just wanted it to be fun. I expected y'all to be like a six seed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I that's what, that's don't said. say you did two. You said three. We definitely ain't forget. Ky- they're, 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 they're the eighth right now. Kyrie got hurt. LeVert got hurt. I'm supposed to do. <laughs> right. They're, they're the eighth seed right now. That ain't you. But they're three games up. Oh. They're tied. They're tied with Orlando. Oh, oh yeah, we and lost. they're three games above the ninth seed, which is the Hornets. We're gonna make yes. the playoffs as an eight or a seven this year, but it's just it's just you get fucking destroyed. Yeah, it's just rough because you have expectations. You didn't have championship expectations. You just had playoff expectations. But yeah. Yep. And like, I love that Dinwiddie's playing like this, but he's gassed. Like, I watch. I'm watching him. Yeah. Play. It was like um when Porzingis. That happens by himself. That's and was like, the only difference is Denver can pass. And but, he's in a much better situation. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, I feel, no. I feel bad no. for anybody Please. that had to carry the Knicks, man. Shout out, shout out, Melo. When, when he came back to the, to the garden the other day, they was really like cheering for him because everybody, everybody as a Knicks fan really respect that, man. I hope when he goes into the Hall of Fame, he goes into the Hall of Fame as a Nick because uh-huh. love me some Melo, though. Are you talking about him get, uh, in his jersey retirement or no? Um, He's gonna end up getting retired. I don't know when, but he you has to. He, you think he he deserves it for being a Nick? Yeah, definitely. He's a he's literally the best Nick that we've seen since Patrick Ewing, and it's not even close. People yeah. could say Allen Houston. People could say Larry Johnson. I don't give a fuck. It's Melo. Yeah, I, just, I I have no I have no. He's got to no. get it retired for the Nuggets, but I think the Knicks should give it to him as well. Has, has, we have to. Has he done enough? You know, from an unbiased perspective, has he done enough? To, in his career as a Nick, to warrant being up there with like the Bernard Kings, the Patrick. I mean, he broke the. Um, I mean, he broke yeah. the the playoff streak. He broke the playoff streak, and he broke the um the scoring record. Yeah, he broke that that Bernard King said. I think it was like sixty something, and then I think he break, broke up like a point or two. He scored sixty two. Sixty two. Yeah. So, I mean, while the playoff success wasn't really there, I mean, he was good. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah. Personally, that's how I feel. I could see it, but 
That's why um, I, I have no. In terms of, yeah, now nah, I love I, I love Melo. You can't tell me anything wrong about that man. But um, what else we got for NBA, gentlemen? I think that's it, man. Yeah, pictures are frauds. There's trouble in uh Broad Street. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean. We I, I already said I already said I mean they was on an OD losing streak but then they just won the, tonight so that probably is gonna set them straight. For I'm a little disappointed bit, but... because I believe that the roster should play better than it is, but that also was they on can't the fucking shoot. I was about to say that also was on the assumption that um that people were gonna shoot. <laughs> they <laughs> can't. Tobias shoot. has not been playing well. Um, has not been playing worth his contract. I'll say, and yeah. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. Also. Best shooters fork on Corkmaz. Like, bro, the tweet that I saw today that was like, it was like the Iranian president put 80 mil on Trump's head, and someone man. went, someone went, <laughs> I know what you know what it is. <laughs> Hold on, I don't want to get it wrong. I want, I want to make sure I read it exact. Oh, God. It's foul. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> someone went, Trump with a hundred million less than Tobias Harris. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. Really break it down though. Trump worth Bro. less. Worth he's worth less than Jalen Brown, and is only worth like a couple thousand more than Demonte. The leader of the three worlds. <laughs> wow, Dame Lillard like two times more than that. <laughs> Something like that. Shit, crazy. Oh man, um, yeah, I said it before that if. Ben Simmons, that's only going to shoot that the Sixers to trade him and completely build around Embiid. I stand by that. Heard Embiid shade him happen? at practice? What happened? You heard Embiid shade him at practice? Nah, I heard something about it, but I don't know what it was. Hey, so you're right. What do you say? He's uh, saying, like, you know, everybody's got a. This is after they lost their third in the row. And I think he was saying, no, their fourth in a row. And they were saying, like, oh, yeah, everybody's, you know, got to come together. People got to sometimes play outside their role, even if that means, you know, taking the open shot when it's there, you know, mm. things like that. I'm like, he's a, he can only be talking about one person. <laughs> he can only be talking about yeah. one person. And Al Horford's played like poop this year. So, I mean, he getting older. You know, we, we was, they knew what they were signing him for. Yep. Good. I mean, if they had some more shooters, it probably would have. Oh my god. Um yeah. I mean the reason why I said oh my god, I was thinking about trade deadline, but we could do that next week. I feel like this episode's running a little long too. Yes. That's but um on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's will the Sixers organization uh trade Ben Simmons for things that fit around their real star? No point guard. Probably not. But you know, mm-hmm. one can dream. One can um can hope that they play 2K and figure it out. Uh, even though don't play 2K, 2K is trash. Make them change the game. Don't give them your money. Um, An article that said they should trade for a CP3. Mm, no, nobody wants that damn contract. You shitting nope. me? No, no, no. They have they have too much money locked up. That's a fact. Um, I mean, they should trade for Shy. Mm. But they could also definitely trade for other pieces. There's definitely like a B level guard. Fuck that. Trade for fucking Devontae Graham, dog. (laughs) Trade, bro. Are you kidding me? That would be nice. That man's a guard and he can shoot. He's also kind of young, though. Exactly. I don't think that's young, too. I mean, uh, I don't know. 
Oh man, Ben Simmons. You know Michael Jordan don't make good decisions. <laughs> oh man, oh Jesus. That's why uh, he had to go to play and not not uh not <laughs> managing. Yep. Yeah. Right. Out Dwight Howard. <laughs> yo, he's yo yo. He about to fuck with the slam dunk contest. His old ass, bro. He mad ironic. The the other day. I said he kissed the rim the other day. Like yeah. man, still got some bounce. He I mean, should. Yeah. He's six, six, nine, six, ten. He should be able to do that. He should be. You're right. Although I would rather a, a slam dunk contest with uh, Derek Jones Jr., John Morant, um, who is it? Uh, I think this guy, this guy, Javante Green, and Hamadou Diallo. Oh, from the Javante Green. Who's that? Dude from the Spurs. Who? I look this dude up because <laughs> I would rather have um Zach Levine's thinking about doing it again. We already seen him. Yeah, we, I already seen Zach. We I'm need fresh cool meat. Pause, but um, no <laughs> pause. No. <laughs> um, who was it that I had in mind? Look, with Ja, he might just yo. Be um, Culver's been throwing it down recently. Hmm? Not recently. But uh, John Derek Culver also got some bounce too. Didn't he do one like a year ago, year two? Uh, I swear he did. Was last year his second year in the league or his rookie year? I think so. Bro, there's no one on the fucking Spurs named Devonte Green. Not be the Spurs, and hold on. I'm like, what you, you said Devonte Graham. I thought you said oh. no. What did you say, Justin? I, this man's just mixing up names and shit now. I well, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. That he said Devonte Green. Devonte Green. Who? Like as in Danny Green? Like as in Danny right. Green's brother? He's on the Celtics. Sorry, not the Spurs. Who? Javante Green. Yep. Oh, you said Javante. Yeah. Nah, he wow. definitely said Devonte and mixed it up. Because he All told right. me to go check the Spurs. I have a deep voice, so I don't want to hear right. that bullshit. All right, that could be the you know black black people's names. Everybody, I don't like people's it. names. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Sorry. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's it for uh for tonight. Um, yeah. This has been uh, episode uh twenty two. Um, who else? Anyone else important? We're twenty two. Uh, the Andrew Wiggins episode never. Andrew Wiggins will never oh, respect man. that man. Trash, hot garbage. Um, so what? Who else? Were, yeah, the only other person I can think of was twenty two is Jimmy Smith. So Jimmy but, um, Smith. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, what's it called? Clyde Drexler. Duh. Oh, there we go. Clyde. All right, I can get down with that. I fuck with Clyde. His big ass head. Yeah. That man's hairline was on life support out the womb. Oh man, show the rough stuff. <laughs> but all right, y'all. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it from here. Um, follow Star Toby Sports everywhere. Um, and now I can update the YouTube for real because I don't have a job currently. So uh, yeah, check we check that out. Coming soon, guys. You know my spiel. I say the same thing every week. Love is love. Are you coming back? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Streets is calling, but nah, not yet. So, all right. Justin, you already know what the deal is. Follow the kid, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. 
I've been doing a lot of the writing lately. Don't know why, but gotten the writing bug, so check out my pieces. Haven't been on Bleach Report in a while, but we're trying to get back. You already know, the grind never stops. Tip tip your local bartenders. Uh, Remember, kids, delete your browser history. That's a good one. Oh, man. Coming from the Mr. Lollicon himself, yeah, definitely should do that. You're talking to (laughs) Mr. Google Chrome Incognito Browser. Yes, Mr. Yahoo Images himself. That's a fact. (laughs) 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 Love is love. I I don't look them up. They just get sent to me. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Oh, we'll talk to y'all next week.